The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Can we get my Uncle Shuggy on to talk about what he thinks about me doing the radio show? My Uncle Don. Yeah. Don, are you listening? Could you, could you phone in? Is he listening? Of course he's not. Get my Uncle Don to phone in and, and tell people what he thinks about me doing the radio show. Who and cares? And his implications for UK radio. Who, who cares? Who cares what, a lady, what a, an actor's uncle thinks about... Who, care? who cares? Unless their uncle is like Clint Eastwood or, or Steven Spielberg... Who cares? And you pointed out a thing there. He plays. Uh, he plays. She plays uh, with, with a very sense with a real Englishness, unlike the original. Well, Julie Andrews was English, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. So who cares what uncles think? Um, call straight to it. I want to play a song. We start the show with a song, but do it. Uh, well, I'm going to do it. It's going to be quite a musical night tonight for the music haters. Sorry, because I've got some great music, but. A woman called Nancy Wilson died. Right, I, I I hadn't heard of Nancy Wilson before, and um, I've just been doing a little bit of reading up and a little bit of skimming through her back catalogue. My God, this woman is incredible! Right, so this is from the Guardian. Uh, Grammy award-winning singer Nancy Wilson dies aged eighty-one. Wilson, whose hits range from R and B to jazz and funk, and called herself a song stylist. I like that. That was what made it jump out to me. Died in California. Um, Wilson, who came to fame as a torch singer in the 1960s... was a torch singer? Like, powerful... Um, I think it's like the way um, Cass was going towards the end. You know, kind of big show song kind of... Called herself a song stylist and resisted labelling as a jazz singer for most of her career since she could cross many genres. She was one of those rare vocalists... She was one of those rare vocalists who could do it all. Long-time publicist Deborah Hall-Levy told Reuters, jazz, blues, pop and even funk, she did it all. Wilson's How Glad I Am earned her a Grammy in 1965 for Best R&B Performance. Um, She won more Grammys in 2005 and 7 for jazz, along with the 2004 Lifetime Achievement Award. Um, A a music critic once called Wilson the heir apparent to iconic jazz singer Ella Fitzgerald, and she was influenced by Nat King Cole and other legendary vocalists. Um, I hadn't heard of her. Uh, It's not not totally my uh, genre I'm particularly comfortable with. But, 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 I just kind of think if it was like some old dude, some old black guy or some old white guy, probably would have would have heard of him. Do you know what I mean? What I'm trying to say is it feels like there's an apparent kind of sexism that has perhaps kept her a bit from being more famous than perhaps she deserved to be. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. But so I heard that kind of, you know, it's not a big news story that she died, but I heard it. And then um, I followed Tony Basil, the dancer and singer on facebook we nearly got her on the show once and then it didn't happen for whatever reason um and she quite often posts on her facebook page interesting dance things that she spotted or interesting bits of music and she um posted uh, a clip of nancy wilson um i don't know when this is from it's black and white it looks like it's kind of 65 66 ish um singing a song on a live TV show, and I listen to it, and it's flipped. This woman's voice is amazing. Have you heard her? I think I have. It's amazing. So this is good, this is the start of the show. Is um, uh, basically kind of having a little nod to Nancy Wilson, a woman I hadn't heard of. To my shame, um, just listen to this man. This is this is absolutely the, the, the quality is not great, but it, it, listen to this woman's voice. It's incredible. We'll have the um, speakers up, please, John, and the microphones down. Thank you very much, brother. <laughs> Thank you. 
enough to be watching a video of that and uh she made it look and sound easy what a voice how is that those classic kind of um slightly syrupy 60s los angeles strings in the background wonderful wonderful how have i never heard of this woman until she passed away how why is this not a huge huge story is it sexism is it racism i don't know what it is that that is one of the best voices i've ever heard in my life, and I'm only hearing it now that she's she's dead at the age of 82. Incredible. Uh, I'm going to play a bit more music later on. I bought, you know, I've, I've been digging that um, album that Dave got me. It's kind of like these 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 songs from classic artists from about like Frank Sinatra and Perry Como and Dean Martin and the Beach Boys from about sixty eight to seventy three, and they're all about divorce and war and stuff like that. Well, one of the tracks on there is Frank Sinatra, a song called "The Train." 
and and I kind of read the booklet, and it talks about the train comes from a Frank Sinatra album from 1969 or 70 called Watertown, an album that I was aware of because I ordered it once and then cancelled the order. I thought, I don't want that. Um, and it was the album that caused Frank Sinatra, was, was the last time we recorded before he went into retirement because it flopped massively. It's a concept album. Here's the thing, guys. Did you know Frank Sinatra invented the concept album? This is absolutely true. His, he didn't... Uh, is it um, 1955? He did the first kind of pop concept album where, where the songs had a theme. And I cannot, for the life of me... Someone will, will, will tweet me. Um, I cannot, for the life of me, think what it's called. But it's a really famous uh, album. It's not Strangers in the Night. Anyway. Not songs for Swinging Lovers. Songs for Swinging Lovers. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's Thank, Thank you. It's a concept album. Because they've all got a theme. It's a concept album as much as Pet Sounds is a concept album. Um, so he recorded this album with um, Bob Gaudio, Gordio, who basically wrote and produced all of the Four Seasons. You, f- you forget Frankie Valli. Frankie Va- Valli was the voice. Bob Gaudio was the, the sound of the Four Seasons. He wrote them. And uh, and if you've ever seen um, the Four Seasons musical, they, they had the whole deal was based on a handshake. Apparently it's a true story. And so he wrote and recorded this album for Frank Sinatra, the only album Frank Sinatra ever made where he was singing along to backing tapes. It wasn't a live orchestra. And it's a concept album about one man living in this tiny town who splits up from his wife, mother of their kids, and the album is his journey through being told he's being dumped to living on his own with the kids, to getting on with life, to feeling miserable, to being told, you know, the last, the, the penultimate song is, oh, she's written me a letter, she's coming back. The final song is, she don't turn up. Spoiler alert. Some album. So Frank Sinatra does a middle-aged album about divorce and kids? Wow. It is incredible. Yeah, I'm feeling a little bit psychedelic today because I was off the pills today and I, I, I kind of had to take one in the end because it was just getting a bit too much. So I was very emotional anyway, emotionally... Uh, charged. But the song, I'm going to play it later on, Michael and Peter. Oh, about the kids. Oh, you won't believe how much they've grown. Oh, oh. It is, uh, it's, it's, it's some song and it's some album. It really is. It, uh, if you're an emotional, um, I'm going to aim this at the gentleman. If you're an emotional gentleman who's just getting divorced, it's quite a, quite a, a big niche. Get this, man. Get this. Put whack this on. Have a good old cry. It's it's it's, it's cathartic. It's uh, nectar for the soul. It's an absolute joy. It sold about fifteen copies when it came out. I don't think it even hit the uh, Hot One Hundred. Now considered to be a classic, Watertown is the name of the album. We'll play a song from that later on. Uh, I think. Good evening, dear listener. This is the late night alternative with me, Ian Lee. Who you? Catherine Boyle. Lovely. We've got John. Well, John's not on the phones tonight because it's straight to air tonight. But it's always nice to have you behind the glass, brother. Worked with John many, many years ago at LBC. Um, and uh, it's always weird. I always think it's weird that we're both still working in this ridiculous business, you know, 10, 12 years later on, which is is, is unusual. But we're going to do calls straight to air uh, tonight. So you phone up. We will not call you back. Um, you it'll be free for most people. It costs pennies for some. Depends on your package. Basically, it won't cost you much. It's not a premium rate number. Trust me. For most of you, it will be free. Um, you can call up and you can do say be anything, anybody, whomever you wish. The only rules are: don't swear, don't be libelous. Um, because unlike the BBC, we've got a seven-second delay button 
So if I press this button, the last seven seconds, and it's it's a confusing concept. I say this all the time. I have no idea how it works. I don't know what magic. Somewhere there's got to be like a tape loop. There's got to be a tape, isn't there? Cassette running around. I don't know. Um, but basically, if you phone up and swear, the only person that's going to hear it is me and Kath. And that's it. Oh, look. I'm, and, and the way it works is I'll see a number flash up on the screen. And I hit that number and you come on the air. It's as simple as that. And here's uh, some of them have got names attached to them. And I did think this. I hadn't heard from this caller for a long time. I thought he died. Genuinely thought he died. Good evening, Line One. You're on the wireless. Oh, good evening, Ian. You're talking about Nancy <laughs> Wilson. Yes. I've just done a little bit of research. You mentioned that she's in a clip. Well, there's a piece on YouTube, Ian. Her and Danny Kaye. No. Oh, okay. this is This is from a TV series called The Hollywood Palace. Oh, yeah. It says on... It's on YouTube, Ian. It's got a little... In the corner, it's got Hollywood Palace. Yeah. Now, The Hollywood Palace was a sort of variety show, a bit like the Ed Sullivan show, in the sense that they had all these different people on, and it says that Nancy was a was a guest on on a show and that is the one that i found on uh, on uh, youtube and i of course i've heard of her but i must be honest i'm not a you know jazz was not really my uh, yeah you know kind of music but uh, yeah oh, she was very well known and very uh, very highly uh, regarded well i've got people recommending albums to me now uh, 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 cleo says get the album nancy naturally then come yeah. get to this i'm i'm yeah i'm up for that i'm up yeah. for that well we used to get mag- uh, pop magazines and there was one called disc that used to have a page of jazz reviews yeah and on many occasions they would review uh, a new album from her and as I say, she she was. Uh, I mean, I sort of was, was um, uh, Julie London. There's kind of ones I like: Julie London and Laverne Baker. Yes, the, uh, yes. The, oh, Jim Dandy to the rescue, sort of thing with yes. Laverne Baker. Yes. yes. Anyway, that was all I wanted. How to are say, you doing, Philip? I was thinking about you yesterday because I thought I've not heard from you for a while. I, I genuinely, it did cross my mind, and I apologise. I thought you died, man. No, 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 I'm still active. As you may know, I occasionally turn up on a Sunday night. Well, then I'm going to... You do, actually. Then I'm going to have to ask for a refund from my uh, my hitman, then, because he, he told me he'd taken you out. <laughs> Always good to hear from you, oh. Phil. Take care. Call straight to air tonight, Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Line two, you are on the wireless. Last That's for those people who are playing. I believe, is it called Whamageddon? Well, you're not allowed to hear that song. Uh, you know, get my, or, or, or get a life is what I say. Uh, call straight to air tonight. It, it, it's either it's either brilliant or it's rubbish. There's no in between when we do these shows. There's no ah, oh, that was okay. It's either the best radio we've ever heard and done, or it's an absolute car crash. It's entirely up to you. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, the late night alternative on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee, unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Straight to air tonight. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Say hello to Caroline, who um, was very kind to down Twitter. Said, "Oh, I'd like to listen to your show. How do I listen to it?" And I told her, but, and she's and she's had a bit of trouble with the app. But loads of kind, nice people on Twitter went, "No, this is what you need to do." Because I didn't know. 
I didn't know how to listen to this radio station. So, hello, Caroline. And also, um, um, Lance is listening with Alex. Alex is 12. They're playing with Lego. Alex is a little bit too nervous to call up. Alex, you don't need to call up, brother. You carry on with your Lego. Make something good out of it. Um, and then hide some bit, hide some Lego um, in your dad's slippers. That would be my tip. That would be my tip. Uh, but call straight to air. Slow on the phone so far. That's fine. It might pick up. It might not pick up. It's all groovy, man. It's all groovy. Oh three, four 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 nine nine one thousand. As soon as I see uh, 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 your name flash up or number flash up on the screen, then God damn it, I'm going to come to you. Talk to me about balloon sex, Catherine. Oh, you retweeted this yesterday. I wanted to, to mention it on the show, and I forgot. Okay. Well, it says in the in the um, uh, headline from the Sun, woman. Ha- has sex with balloons and says the thrill comes from knowing they can pop at any time. Hey, that's the same with um, an excitable um, young 17-year-old man. (laughs) It's not quite what it seems, though, as you might have suspected. Uh A woman has defended her unusual fetish of having sex with balloons, despite people considering it weird. Fancy that! I can imagine the frottage element of rubbing that along your... um, uh, your... uh, uh, your vagina... I guess is what I'm trying to say. I imagine that that would be fun. Well... Static build-up. You're already imagining something that's quite a lot more pervy than what she actually does. Oh, okay. Maggie Berloon, which is not her real surname... (laughs) ...started experimenting with inflatables more than a decade ago after meeting now-husband Jan and describes it as a hell of a lot of bouncy fun. The 31-year-old explained the range of ways the pleasure-seekers, known as lunars, enjoy the balloons, including using them... Okay, yeah, okay, okay. Including using them as sex toys and making love on top of them. Yeah. The so balloons they use sex. range in The balloons they use range in size from normal birthday party ones to giant ones that people can sit on top of. You get the idea. So she is having sex with balloons. Well, yes. Hang on a second. Line 1 you're on the wireless. Hi, hi, hi. Oh, wrong show, I think, but welcome. Hey, hip, hip, hip. Hey, hey, ho, hey, hey, ho, hey, hi. Hey, ho. I'm just walking home in the cold and I thought you could give me some warmth. Walking oh. home in the cold, it's a lonely man and his lonely life. He's drunk, he wants a fight and he's gonna go home and touch himself. He's a lonely guy, lonely little guy, got nothing in his life. He's a lonely man, pathetic little man. Is it, is my close? It wasn't quite the warmth I was looking for. Ah, I apologize. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. I apologise there. Let's go to line two. Line two, you're on the wireless. Yeah, is this uh, Steve Allen? Yes, it is. What do you want? Are you taking calls? Oh, no, I'm not meant to, am I? Line three, you're on the wireless. Hi, yeah, this is Sarah, Ollie's wife. Who? What? Who? Ollie, who you play oh, with? Oh, online. it's Ollie. No, 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 no. Whoa, 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 whoa. You better classify that. Ollie, yeah. who you play with online. Yeah, all right. But no, you're not Ollie's wife. What's your name? You're a human being. <laughs> no, I said my name's Sarah. Oh, we didn't hear that bit. We didn't hear that bit. All right. Well, hello, Sarah. Don't, but but, but you, you're not owned by you're not Ollie's wife. Ollie's your husband. 
Yeah. He's a vile troll. And we met last month at the rabbit hole. You, you only met, hang on, you only met him last month and now you're married? Whirlwind. That's insane. No, I met you last oh, month. Oh, she's already getting peed off with me. I like. <laughs> me likey. And what can we do for you on this, let's be honest, Sarah, very, very cold night? Yeah, well, um, we've been packing because we're moving tomorrow. Ooh. That's, is that exciting? Yeah. But it's not too stressful. Okay, because the moving is, it's lousy. Once you're in, it's great. Even living out of boxes for a while is great. But the build-up to it and the day of it is is a stressful old um, thing. But you sound quite chilled, Sarah. Yeah, um, because we already own the flat we're moving into. Oh, okay. So this is a little bit more relaxed. Oh, that's good. Well, uh, listen, I wish you the very best of luck then. That sounds, it's an adventure. Yeah. Should be good before Christmas. Yeah. Okay. First Christmas in the new place. Is there anything we can do for you tonight? Oh uh, no, just Ollie challenged me to ring in because he. You've got to stand up to you. You've got to stand up for yourself, Sarah. You're 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 better. <laughs> you're better. I when both well, Catherine mentioned it to me first after we met you. She went, "What, what the hell is? She's better than that guy. She's better than that guy." What? <laughs> you can what hear us. Oh, <laughs> but thanks for calling. Bye. Um, line two, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello, line oh, two. Hi, hi, Ian, it's Nigel. Hello, Nigel. Oh, yeah, I didn't think you, I, you was going to answer, but you, it's... But I did. No one took my, you took me instead of the other chat, you know. Sir? So Usually another person answers me. We did, well, I back. did tell you yesterday when you called in that tonight was called straight, straight to air. Yeah, I've gone straight to air. You have, you, are, you have gone straight to air. Yeah, fantastic. Were I'd you like approached by any homeless men today wanting gay sex with you? No, I didn't see him today. I oh, went okay. to the same place, but I've got a new girlfriend there called Beth. You've dumped you've dumped uh, the woman that lives in the tent because she's in hospital. No, this is a new girl, a new girl that I've got a new girlfriend. As well as, or instead of the lady who lives no, in a I've tent. Got two, no, I've got two at the moment. Fair play, Ooh. mate. Does she give topless <laughs> talcum powder <laughs> massages? No, this one is is a lot younger, only about twenty. Oh God! But uh, it doesn't matter. She drives a car. And uh, um, anyway, she's she's just a friend at the moment. I'm hoping she's going to have a cup of coffee somewhere with me and 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 just be a friend, you know. But it doesn't matter if she doesn't want to. I don't care. No. I I, I like talk. I like talking to everybody. I, I'm just a friendly person. Mm. Yes, um, you are. You know, I'm a friendly person. Are you going to uh, you going to sing for I, us tonight? I, I've, I've got something different. Rather than I I can't do two songs, can I? Because that was it's a bit much. It's a bit much. To do two. It's a bit can, much. But I, I, I've got, I've got one. Well, um, it's called Holiday, and it's got, I've got a backing, and I've made the words up. So I've, I've made this song up. Oh, okay. So it's, it's an original. It's I've sort of written myself in my head. Beautiful, a um, Nigel you know, original. I, I, I am in. Uh, Pardon? I'm in. I'd love to hear it. Yeah. I do. Anything else you want to talk about? Oh, oh, can I just tell you quickly something that's bothering me? Um, I, I was doing my prayers just a while ago. Yes, and you heard a voice. Um, and I was praying, you know, about mum and everything. All my friends I prayed to. I prayed to about 100 different people in my head. Jeez. You know, I do that regularly every night. And I, wow. I saw my girl, I saw a girlfriend that I had who was di- died in a car crash 20, 20 years ago. I saw her vividly in my, in my head. Her face appeared. Uh, have you ever had that happen to you, somebody who died comes into your head? Well, I think about them. I think about dead people. Oh, yeah. No, I wasn't thinking about her at all. I was praying to <clears> other people, but uh, suddenly a picture of her face came into my head, and I actually saw her 
in my head. Yes, I, I've seen people. In, I've seen dead people in my head. Yes. Yeah, she she appeared to me and sort of interrupted my prayers. Oh, that's rude. Uh, and but she she might be look. I said she might be looking down on me as I've been doing more singing uh, practice. Possibly, um, or maybe she just popped up into your head. But yeah, but it's funny because. Uh, uh, you know, it, it's a long time ago that I, she died twenty years ago, okay. and she but she was my first girlfriend. Okay, that, well, that makes some difference, doesn't that's it? A, that's that's yeah. that's a great story. Let's yeah, uh, but uh, I get I worry about these things. I don't, don't know whether. Oh no, what, don't worry about it. Don't worry. But about the it. shock of nice. mum, the shock of mum has done a lot to my head. You know, losing yeah. mum is not very good. No, but. it's not. It's I know, and it's upsetting, it's, and it, it, it it's very of, upsetting. It's upsetting. Um, you try you try to keep your mind occupied, but then there's time when you have to relax, and when you relax, um, it all comes on top of you, doesn't it? How long does it take you to pray for a hundred people? Um, about ten minutes. Okay, oh, so it's, okay. But so, it, it's something I I do on my bike in my head, and I do when I sit down in the evening. So sounds like a form today. of meditation. Yeah, it is really. Yeah. So this yeah, song, so holiday. I, I you... better, uh, before I did that, yes. I didn't want to come on the radio and sing. I didn't have the energy, but now I've got the energy. Worked up. Because I okay. Well, let's hear the song that you've written yeah, okay, called I "Holiday." Here we go. Mm. Um. <clears throat> holidays is telling you you will have a great time once you get there people wanted titanic we were, we were promised titanic like a cross channel ferry key change coming up Holiday. Holiday. Maybe I don't know what's going on. I think, the, I think his tape is slowing down. He's Straight in. As you 
Oh, God. It's crossing the sea now. We're doing this whole journey in real time. <laughs> Jesus. It's not playing at the right speed. You get to your <laughs> Can he hear us? <laughs> He's doing quite rude. Is purple. <laughs> <laughs> just his face. That was, like that? that was that was great, Nigel. Thank you. Oh, God, I had a lot of flair. Did you hear all of it? Yeah, uh, yes. Every single note. Yep. That, well, you were talking when I went back to the phone. That wasn't because you didn't hear any of it. No, we heard. We just we... discussing how good it was. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. It's uh, it's a good tune, isn't it? It is a great tune. It's well, great. Great backing. Uh, that's the Sid Lawrence Orchestra. Um, that when I used have to you got, the um, have you got have you got have you got clearance to to use that then? Have you? Um, I, I don't know. I haven't, but it, there isn't any you'd need, words. You'd to need it. to get clear. If here's the thing, if you're going to oh, put, I made the words up. You yeah, see, exactly. So. If you're going to make up words to oh. a backing track, an orchestral backing mm. track, you need to get clearance from the. the oh, no, I, don't, I don't think they actually play that anymore because that. Well, the drummer's died now. The you should, died, uh, we should probably have got. We might have been a little bit of a legal. Copyright. Oh well, I'm sure they enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> enjoy it. Ne- next time, you've got to ask for permission. Oh, can I do the other one a bit later? Or, or, yeah, if you um, give us a call after 11, we'll let you do Titanic. Titanic. After that, oh, fantastic. All right, cheers. Uh, but touchy bye. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to line uh, four. Line four, you're on the wireless. I'm talking in the air. I'm calling into evenly. She's right. It's called straight to air. It's all about a shy to me. Get out of here, rude lady. Let's go to line uh, six. Six, you're on the wireless. Carrick Fergus, all right. No, it's Celine Dion. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. Oh, it's very similar to Carrick Fergus. So many ways. Line seven, you're on. Now the calls are coming. Line seven, you're on the wireless. Hello. Oh, yeah, hello. Yeah, yeah, you, hello, you're on the air. Yeah, I just wanted, I was going to ring up to say that I like Nigel, but I thought he was a bit poor tonight. (laughs) (laughs) What what was poor about it? It's a bit of a dull song for a Friday. Do you not, what, do you not like holidays? Christmas holiday or any holiday? Do you not like holidays? Sounded like a cruise ship holiday to me. That you a holiday hater? No, no, holiday's nice, but that was a song about holidays. Then you must have liked the song. No, George Michael. Okay, he's no, he's no George Michael. It's, it's correct. Um, line eight, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Hello, line eight. Hello, Ian. Hello, line eight. Hello, Ian. Hello, Line 8. How are you? That's none of your business. Ah. Uh, I've had a bad week this week. 
You've what? You've had what now? I've had a bad week this week due to my mental health. Yes. How's everything? How's everything this very second at ten thirty-six on a Friday night, cold Friday night? Well, I've lost my girlfriend Uh-oh. because I, I I was in the class and a boy took the the mickey out of me and I accidentally oh, called. I accidentally called my girlfriend a name, and I didn't mean for it to oh, happen like this. And, aye, 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 aye. and I just thought the only person to come to would be you. But well, um, how did you accidentally call her a name? Just like in the heat of the moment, it got a bit excited, and you said something you shouldn't have said. Yeah. Did you? Have I you... called her. Hmm? Yeah, I, I've apologised, but. Hmm. I got a lunchtime detention. The old lunchy detention. Did you say sorry to her? Yes. And she wasn't buying it? Well, she bought it. My friends have been friend-zoned, but she doesn't want to be in a relationship anymore. Well, here's the thing. You could have a chat with her. But if that's the decision she's made, then, um, as tough as it may be, you, we have to respect that decision. Yeah. We have to respect that decision. Uh, maybe ask her if there's anything you could do differently to, to, you know, if there's any chance of, of you turning it around. Maybe ask her to kind of explain why she changed her mind so suddenly so that you, you, you might know for future. And just do your best to be, a, you know, a responsible, decent young man around her. Maybe one day she might realise that she still really likes you. Maybe she won't, but she'll still think highly of you if you act like a gentleman around her. Yeah. I think I'm going to need to tell her that I've got mental health and be honest. Well, that's up to you. Yeah. That's up, I'm that's ready up to you. To... Yeah. But what do you hope that um, will do? Do you hope that will do something? If you tell her that, are you hoping it, it, she will do something? Yes. What are you hoping for? I'm hoping that she might turn around and say, I, I don't know what she's going to say, but... You're, hoping, might, you're hoping she'll go back out with you again if you tell her you've got mental health? Yes. Then I suggest, Jack, I suggest with respect that that's the wrong reason to tell someone if uh, uh, if 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 i tell someone i am ill with like a mental health issue or cancer or a broken leg or something because i want them to go out with me that's 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 not really a cool thing to do that's kind of a little bit of manipulation and hey that's no basis for a relationship someone feeling sorry for you is it no no I I would just suggest if, if if you do what you want to do, man. But if you're, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't suggest you tell her that you have mental health issues simply to win her back. Okay. All right, man. You're a good man. Uh, all right. All right, Jack. You take care of yourself, buddy. Um, love is love is a complicated thing. At any age, I'm finding this out at 45, as I found it out when I was 15. Jack's a little bit younger than 15, um, but it's it's tough. And um, here's, the th- here's the thing, adults. Here's the thing, adults. I remember being in love at 14, 15 and having my parents sneer at me. Sneer at me. 
Because it's not real. It's your first love. First love never lasts. OK, statistically, first love doesn't or very rarely last. But it doesn't make it any less real. doesn't make it any less potent. doesn't make it any less painful when it goes wrong. When I was in love at the age of 15, I was in love, man. It's one probably because of the hormones and stuff that are raging through your body, probably one of the most powerful feelings of love I've ever had. You know, when it hits you that first time. Do you know what I mean, Catherine? Mm-hmm. Was it the same? I'm assuming it's similar for girls. I can yeah, only speak absolutely. from a boy's perspective. I was 12. Right. And I got dumped. I remember being heartbroken about it. I'm devastated. Heartbroken. Yeah. And, of course, all the grown-ups were laughing about it because it was puppy love and... But I was embarrassed. Oh, you'll get over it. It's your first laugh. I was embarrassed. Yeah. I was hurt. You know, I felt like, you know, everyone kind of moved on and I was still upset about it. It took a long time. Yeah, and I do remember adults kind of laughing and teasing and I felt a lot of shame around it and that certainly lasted in relationships. But it's real. It's real. It's absolutely real. It's the mo- one of the most powerful feelings. Being in love as a, as a young person, 12, 15, 7, that love is... is because because you haven't got the experience that I have as a forty five year old of, of of rejection of affection of sex of all these different factors that come into it, it, it it's in some ways is more intense. Yeah. It's what we were talking about yesterday. How easy it is to dismiss young people's problems yeah. as oh, if only your life, if only my life was that easy, right? Mm. Here's the deal. That's the limit of their experience. That's yeah. the most pain they've ever felt. That's yeah. the most disappointed and let down they've ever felt. So let them feel it and don't dismiss it. It's like my kid uh, yeah, the other day, it's seven soon, seven in January, told me that he was really upset because he's finding this guy who used to be his friend just annoying. Nothing's happened. He's just finding him annoying. And it would be so easy to go, oh, well, you'll be, you'll be all right. But and I you know he will be. Yeah, of course he will be. I know, and I know that from experience. But I took the time to sit down with him and talk to him about it and find mm. out what was going on and how it made him feel and if there was anything we could do. Because these are important feelings. You know, again, he was teasing them. He was Joseph in the, the Christmas play. And he came home in tears going, they're all saying I love the girl who was playing Mary. They're saying I'm in love with Mary. And he was in tears. And, you, you know, I'm, I'd have said that to my mum. I'd have got laughed at old give. I understand the embarrassment. Yeah. So I sat down and had a chat with him about it and asked him how it made him feel. I asked him, explained what, how I view... You, you take it seriously, because yeah. you're not that stuff. And that's why, you know, I, 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 Jack, I feel your pain, man. I, I, I know I'm 30-odd years older than you, and, I, you know, you probably think I don't know anything. I'm glad you came to me. Thank you. But I feel it. I understand it. I understand that it's real. And... um Whatever, I hope you, I hope you, you know, I hope you get through it at some point. Yeah. You will get, I know you will get through it. At some and that point, was an important but... lesson as well, you know, not, yeah, not manipulating someone emotionally, yeah, because yeah. you might think you've got what you want, no. but you haven't. That's not the way you want it. Um, we'll have a quick break. I'm enjoying this. This is a nice little gentle, straight to air session. This is the late night alternative. Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. All straight to air tonight. 0344-499-1000. The numbers, it's not, it's not a premium rate number. It's free for a lot of you with your packages. It'll cost pennies at most, probably. We don't call you back. Um, uh, but I will answer the phone pretty sharpish. Don't swear. Don't be libelous. Apart from that, anything goes. Back to balloon sex lady. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, then we're going to go to um, ghost pirate divorce lady. Oh, OK. I'll have to look her up. Yeah. 
The balloons they use range in size from normal birthday party ones to giant ones that people can sit on top of. Yeah. Maggie from Solingen, Germany. I imagine it'll be quite... Imagine a big old balloon between your legs. I bet it's a, I bet it's a good feeling. Someone mentioned... Um, what are they called? The Huffer Puffers. The uh, Jumbo Jats. Huh? The, uh, the, 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 the Jumpy Globes. Hey. What are they called? Space Hoppers. Yeah. I only knew it from that motion. Space hoppers... Uh, OK, make my own rude joke. Space hoppers are too... I never liked space hoppers. Even as a kid, I thought, I'm I'm just standing up and, and jumping across. There, there is no bounce from this space hopper. This is not a form of transport. And it's too tough to... But I imagine a nice balloon, like, between my buttocks... Ooh, imagine, imagine the squeaking. I imagine that would be a great little uh, little thing. No, I'd enjoy that. Okay. Okay, well, she says the thrill comes from knowing the balloon could pop at any moment yeah. and she wants people to embrace the lesser-known desire. She's opened up about the world of balloon fetishes in the hopes of educating strangers and empowering other lunars. She also owns a balloon business. <laughs> right. Yes. Balloons United. She said, balloons get people aroused... But how they do this can be ex- entirely diverse. I think for all lunars, everything is about the material, the shape, the look, the feel, the colour, the flexibility and the high tension that such a fragile object can take. Most lunars get aroused by actually playing with balloons, sitting on them or rubbing them and having sex on them alone or with one or more persons. Others just love to watch other people playing with them in a teasing, sexy way. Oh. Pulling that light end bit. Flip- I imagine. Flicking it. Yeah. The power to tease and push boundaries are essential aspects. You can be gentle or rough and play with the limits of the balloon as well as with your partner. You may think you are in full control, but that is not true. Balloons might burst any time. Hang on, this is, this is balloon, a balloon being batted. Oh, I know that noise. Okay, go on, go on. Balloons might burst any time, unwanted burst. or provoked. This characteristic can lead to a lot of excitement and thrill to the interaction, even if you are not a balloon fetishist. Yeah, we, people like balloons, we get it. Oh. Everyone should own the right to discover themselves as well as their desires without being afraid or feeling ashamed. It is all about enjoying your life to its fullest, whatever that means individually, of course, it, if it is legal and does not harm anybody. Yeah, exactly. To summarise it shortly, too late, it is a hell of a lot of bouncy fun. Wowzers. Maggie explained that when talking openly to others about the fetish, people will often laugh or struggle to take her seriously. Maggie said, Most people are just naturally surprised and have tons of questions since they've never heard of it before and never had the chance to talk to somebody about it. Sometimes they just really seem interested at first, but then they start with the giggling and the silly jokes and start comparing it with other unique preferences. She continued, I guess this often just comes out of insecurity or maybe they themselves struggle with their own sexuality, needs and sexual fantasies in some way. Connecting this item with a fetish obviously leads to funny thoughts, which I totally understand, so why not embrace this completely? I think people often take things too personally and and are so deadly serious about several topics. Maggie said there was a broad spectrum with the world of lunars, with each person using the balloons differently to the next. She added some of them are attracted oh. by boasting them in several ways or just by observing others doing so, and I they thought, call themselves poppers. I thought of... Um, oh, by the way, apologies for those noises. Kath went out for a burger before the work. Yeah. I thought of a, I thought of a sex, a genuine sex game to play, you could play with a balloon. Don't do this at home because it's probably dangerous. Oh, no, not that. What do you think? 
Yeah, you you put it somewhere and then blow it. <laughs> nah, never yeah, work. Right, right. Never, never work. No. Um, this is quickly take this call. Hello, line one. You're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. Oh, I'm on the air. That's great. Well, well, I'll be the judge of that. Is that Ian? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so are we talking about Brexit or music? One or the other. Well, you you decide. You call, you've called in. You what, what do you want to talk about? Well, that seems to be all that's on anyone's mind these days: Brexit or music. We're talking about a German woman who has it off with balloons. Well, that doesn't sound very exciting at all. It doesn't sound very what? Exciting at all. It sounds more exciting than Brexit and probably the crap music you're into. Hey. I'm on your wavelength from the country. What's your favourite band, Ian? Uh, uh, I thought you were on my wavelength. Yeah, what is your favourite band? That's classified information. Are we talking 90s? Are we talking Beatles? Are we talking... The, the, my favourite uh, band are the Monkeys. Oh, that's a good show. Thank you. Thank you. That is a good show. OK. Um, let's try Brexit, then. Oh, uh, that conversation has been well done by every single person I ever. No, you know what my problem is with Brexit? You, what, you want me to get drugs imported Brexit. over so easily? No, it's <sighs> not the. It's not Brexit itself. It's the fact that it split our country for the next generation. Yes. Okay. That's okay. Regardless of what happens, oh, no one is ever going to agree on why and how. And Have you been drinking? Things. Are you drunk? Are you on my show drunk? Oh, absolutely. Get out of here, you drunk! Let's go to line two. Two, you're on the wireless. Good evening, sir. Just let me get out of the way of the radio. Um, did I hear Catherine say that the, the, the sound, the music, would put you back five days? Catherine, did you say this, the music would put you back five days? I don't think I've said that today. Um, when when <laughs> the young man had his little sing song. And when Nigel sang his song. I, wait, we don't remember that exact That's phrase. It, yeah. yeah, yes. Gosh. Yes, yes. Um, oh. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you into the future. OK, oh, here we go. All right, fine. All oh, right, OK. That's I the like reason. it. We're in. Let's that, do it. Right. Are you ready, Catherine? Always. He's, he's, he wants to talk to you. He's not interested in me. Oh, I know what you're singing. Duet with him. Duet with him. Zabba dooba dab, zabba dooba dab dab. That's it. We're back now. We're back. Right, bye. And that guy's, I don't think he's ever phoned up before. Doesn't that need was to. it. He never needs to he phone again. He's done his bit. up to sing the zabba dooba dab song. Zabba dooba dab, zabba dooba dab dab. Line four, you're on the wireless.
bowled it. I like the bolt. He bowled oh. it. <laughs> he bowled it. Um, we'll do the ghost lady in a bit, but it's 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 a woman. It's the woman we had on the show, isn't it? Yeah. So, I'm sorry, it's ended in sad tears. news. We we had a was she Irish? I don't know. I wasn't here. It was when I oh, was. Oh, so Haley was was did it? Yeah, was it when we? It was good. I like Haley. She's good. We should try and get Haley again. Oh, you can have her any time. I'll go home now. Okay. Uh, we got some sad news, and we'll look at the story a little bit more detail in the next hour. But the remember we had a lady on who'd married a, a, a ghost, a pirate of a ghost, a ghost of a pirate, mm-hmm. and they're getting divorced. And I what? hate to break it. Do you know why they're getting divorced? Why is that? Because they are. But why? Just because they are. But why? Just because they are. But why are they? That's the thing. You don't just get divorced. You get, there's, there's a reason behind it. Because um, he's not real? That could be. That's a, that's a perfectly good reason. Okay. We'll do that when we get back. Um, that was a nice little first hour. I mean, I had two zabba-dooba-daps. I'm enjoying that. It, it was um, it was funny, bonkers and touching. All all in an hour. Um it's maybe the, the, I reckon the last hour might get a little bit frantic, and I'm yeah, up for that. I'm up for that. that. I feel we're getting a little bit of momentum. I do like these 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 straight to air shows. Literally got nothing nothing planned. Just you know whatever we chat about. Um, don't call in yet. I'm not going to give out the phone number because there's no point because no one's going to answer it for the next four or five minutes. Uh, this is the late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. You can listen every weeknight from ten o'clock only on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh, I wish Kanye and Drake would sort it out. So this is the late night alternative. Uh, Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, doing call straight to air tonight. It's a slightly different vibe to the show. We, we like to mix things up. Um, so, a guy called Dave came to our show on Sunday, gave me an album that was a compilation of songs, American songs from 68 to 73, uh, State of the Nation, I think it's called. Uh, it's great. It's got, it's great. It's got some really good stuff on there. And one of the songs on there is Frank Sinatra, uh, song called The Train from an album called Watertown that came out in March 1970. Uh, big flop. D- didn't make the Hot 100 at all, uh, and he, re- he retired for three or four years uh, after this. Uh, written and produced by Bob Gordio, who is the brains behind the Four Seasons, wrote all the big Four Seasons hit and produced all the big Four Seasons hits. Uh, uh, also written by Jake Holmes, who... Now, here's the thing. Jake Holmes was a, an advertising... Wrote advertising jingles, right? Um, And the same... I often think, why don't advertising? Why didn't more musicians incorporate people who wrote advertising jingles? Because you got two and a half minutes to get a message across, particularly in the sixties, and these guys were getting messages across in twenty-five, thirty seconds. Pet sounds, the lyrics to Pet Sounds, um, music's by by Brian Wilson, and the ideas for the songs by Brian Wilson. All the lyrics were written by a bloke called Tony Asher, who was an advertising. Um, guy wrote wrote adverts and jingles and and that was his gig and Brian Wilson met him and said do you want to come and write some songs for me he wrote the lyrics to God only knows it's perfect perfect he was an advertising guy anyway so this album right Watertown Frank Sinatra I mean it's a pretty bland cover it's great though the blandness of it it's a concept album Frank Sinatra plays a guy who um is uh living in this little town where everybody knows everybody's business then his wife leaves him um and this, this, that's in track two. Goodbye, she quietly says. Oh! And then the rest of the album is him trying to come to terms with his life as a single man. Turns out he's a dad, as you're going to hear in this song. 
living on his own and struggling. It's really sombre. It's very melancholy. The vibe is... Me- there's no upbeat... You know, there's, not, there's nothing upbeat about this record. It's melancholy. Now, I'm going through a divorce. I've talked about this. I'm living on my own for the first time ever. And um, it hits... It hits a chord with me, right? Now, this song is not particularly pertinent to me, but man alive, I was in floods of tears earlier on. So this is track four, Michael and Peter, right? Michael and Peter, the kids of the marriage, and and she's left the whole family. So Frank, this character, Frank, in this uh, album, is looking after the kids. This is a tearjerker, man. This is going to... This is going to... This is going to get you, right? So... Let's have a little bit of this. This is Frank Sinatra, Michael and Peter. Well, again, we'll have the speakers up, please, John. We'll have the microphones down. Here we go. Michael is you. He has your face. He still has your eyes. They're growing 
John Henry came to cut the lawn Again he asked me where you'd gone Can't tell you all the times he's been told But he's so old Yes, that's all the news I've got today That's all the news that I can say Maybe soon the words will come my way Tomorrow And the air still has a country smell a bit Jeff isn't it your mother's a saint she looks after the boys whenever she can oh isn't it the whole album is that vibe of despair's too strong a word just 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 bleak melancholy some record man some record that sounded like the voice of a man who was getting by yeah didn't it so much I want to say I can't I can't tell you today you'll never believe how much they're growing it's yeah. looking after the kids man jeez uh, oh, I was in floods of tears in the car some record we'll play another song later on from there because uh, it's a master it's a masterpiece that, other records that create a mood Pet Sounds creates a mood I'm not a massive fan of Pet Sounds actually it's not my favourite beach but it creates a mood um, records that create a mood that's c- consistent for, throughout the whole 12 tracks. Uh, maybe we'll talk about that in a bit. Let's go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, line one, you're on the air. I'll be back. Sorry? It's me. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'll be back. It's Arnie. Good evening, Arnie. <laughs> the Terminator. I'm not, I'm not Arnie, no. I'm not big enough. No? Who, who is this caller? It's Nigel. Oh, Nigel. It's Nigel. I thought it was Arnie. Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's the Terminator. No, it's the Telkinator. <laughs> the Terminator. It's the, yeah. I've just been watching Aquaman on the Graham Norton show. Oh, he's a, he's a big fella, isn't he? <laughs> he? He's a big fella. He yeah. is a big he's fella. He's Arnie and, and Stallone, isn't he? I yeah. saw a very funny photo of him with his bodyguards. Mm. Why does this man need bodyguards? They're both tiny compared to him. He's an Australian yeah, he's gentleman. he's got lots of hair too, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. He's a, lots of hair. Yeah. He's a big fella. Big, He looks juicy. like a biker, I think. Yeah. I'd, I'd, like, like, I'd like to ride him. Would you? Yeah. He, he looks a fun guy anyway. It looks like a mushroom. Different... Pardon? It looks like a mushroom. 
No, a fun guy. A mushroom? I don't know what you mean. Would you like to sing um, Titanic for us? Yes, I'd love to do that for you, before it's too late, because I don't want to annoy the neighbours. Well, then let's get straight in there. You you annoy the listeners, but you don't want to annoy the neighbours. Okay. If I do muck up on a few words, it's because I haven't sung it for a long time. Well, if you do muck up on a few words, for every word you muck up, we're going to chop a finger off. You know the rules. (laughs) You know the rules, Nige. an audition. An audition. Come then. There we go, then. Enjoy. I'll do my best. I've been practising a while ago as well with the words. Yes. There we go. (laughs) It sounds like Carrick Fergus. This as well is it's really high quality phone line we've got here. This song will go on. <laughs> and on. My heart will go on and on. Love can touch it just one time. I quite like this film, though. I know it's not cool to say it, but I do quite like this That was Nigel being shoved off the big door (laughs) into the sea. We'll come back to you in a second. Let's go to line two. Two, you're on the wireless. Hello, line two. Yeah, I just wanted to give my opinion on Nigel singing again. I thought this song was a lot better. Oh, you prefer this one? Oh, we've cut him short. Okay, well, tell you what, let's keep him on and you can tell him afterwards, okay? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) still going. Better than the holiday time. They're both watery, aren't they? By the way, the, the guy that plays Aquaman is Hawaiian, not Australian. I was thinking of Thor. Okay. <laughs> I confused Thor and Aquaman. He's taking it to the bridge. You still think this is better, Darren? 
Yeah, but I'm about to get booted from a Call of Duty game. <laughs> good, good. There's nothing I fear, and I know that my heart will go on. Oh, God, make it stop. It seems to have fewer lyrics than the original. <laughs> Your fault, Darren. I hope you're satisfied with yourself, you troll. <laughs> Scumbag. It's that guy in the street. It's pop round. Point, I'm in a lifeboat paddling away. Um, Nigel, Darren, right? Darren's called in to talk to you. What's the word? Hello. All right, Nigel. All right. <laughs> what what kind of cat? Who's uh, that? Darren. Darren. Hello, Darren. Hey, what kind of cat? Are you on? Are you on my Facebook? No. No. You're not on no. Facebook. Oh, on my Facebook. No. How are you tonight? You're right. Hey. What are you going oh. to talk about to Ian tonight? He wants to tell you that he thought the song was really good. Oh. Yeah, it's a good song. Uh, I wanted to talk to Ian about the Nook guy. Okay, we get lost. Let's go look. Hang on a second. Yeah, line three, did you want to talk to Nigel? Did you think, uh, uh, Ian? Shut up. Uh, uh, Ni- yeah. Be quiet. Line three, yes, hello. H- hello, Ma- hello, uh, hello, hello, Michael. Ian, sorry. Is <laughs> I'm a, I'm a first-time caller. I'm, I'm a long-time listener, so I'm a bit nervous. That's OK. Did you want to say something to Nigel? Um, no, I just wanted to tell you a little sorry, if that's OK. OK, well, you stay there. We'll come to you in a second. We're, we're, we're taking calls for Nigel at the moment. Line two, did you want to say something to Nigel? Hello? Right, everybody's an idiot. Everyone, go away, go away, go away. Adverts, idiots. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Dear, what can the matter be? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Call straight to air. We had this caller on earlier on. Good evening, caller. You're live on Talk Radio. How can we help you? Hello. Turn your, turn your radio off. Hello, Michael. Oh, Ian. Sorry. Second, second, uh, yeah, second uh, time. Uh, second time. Second time. He did He's that. Michael. He's Michael. Oh. Hello, Ian. Uh, uh, Michael. Yes. It's my favourite thing when callers do it. You did it twice. That's a world... I think that's a first. Yes, Michael. Sorry, I'm nervous because I'm a first-time caller on the radio. That's a, well, that's a, well, technically, this is now your se- second call. You've been on already, so you're an old... You're a seasoned pro. Oh, sorry. Hang on, I can't quite... I've got the speaker on. I'm sorry. OK. Hello, sorry. What um, would you like to I, say, I Michael? Sorry? What would you like to say, Michael? Uh, just a little story that happened to me today. Um, Did you approach so, a, a weird white-haired man in Maidstone and ask if he fancied a bum? <laughs> I didn't, but um, funnily enough, I was going... Can you take the, the something... Shop. It's very hard to understand what you're saying. It's very muffled, right? So could you maybe either take the phone away from your mouth or... or... 
closer to your mouth, do something, because it can't really hear you. Go on. Is that better? That's yes. much better. That's infinitely better. There we go. Where we go, Michael? Let's see what happens to you today. So I was uh, on my way to the shop, um, and I, I, I know I'm probably not allowed to say which one it was. What makes uh, you think that? Well, you know, copyright and... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're uh, as long as you're not going to say the sex the the, the, sh- the shop sexually molested you. You're you're allowed to say the name of the shop. Yes, <laughs> don't worry about. We've got the copyright covered on shop names. We've got that covered. Okay. So I can't. I can't say Tesco. No, <gasps> no, Tesco. No. Ah! I should have dumped that. Never mind. All right. Okay. So it was a shop that rhymes with Besco. Yes. And, and I was um, I'm going to buy... Uh, and it sexually molested uh, me. Oh, no! <laughs> a certain brand of, of chocolate which I... Again, a, a woman. I, I mean, that's probably... Was it an arrow? Yeah. Was it a whisper? Was it a flake? Uh, it, it was made by them people. Oh. OK, well, that's intriguing. Now, we're not actually... Copyright doesn't even cover chocolates. You can say the chocolate bar. OK, it's a... Unless it's a... It's a what? Cowberry dairy milk. <gasps> oh, you devil! Does it feel so naughty? We're breaking all these copper. Was it one of the massive ones, or was it just you know a reasonable, small, just a little taster? Just a normal one. Just all a right, normal. Yeah. All right, this guy's yeah. this is not perfect. It's not an animal. Um, yeah. But this, sorry, this, this is kind of this is um, uh, you know semantics. Uh, yeah. The, the, semantics, the of course, is Latin for is... dull story. But yeah. <laughs> oh, stop it. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Carry on. Tell us, Michael. As, as, I was, as I was driving there, I had, be nice, I had the radio cop. on, and um, I, I know you said about you know copywriting things, but I, I know what I won't. What be were you driving? Don't say the name of the I car. <laughs> I know I won't be allowed to name another radio station, um, but they were talking about something on the air. On the air. <laughs> That's kind of their job. So it was it was an anonymous radio station talking about something not non-specific it's on not the air. Your business. Okay, all right. I've got an image. Well, I've got an I, idea. I, I don't think your radio station owns this one. So just say what the station was. <laughs> you can't say right. Tell you what, you, and he's gone. Was that the joke? Was that the joke? I dumped that, didn't I? Yeah. Was that the joke? I was just warming to him. For those who missed that, uh, that he a... didn't say radio station. He said, thank F for that. It was a poor punchline. Very poor. That could have been so beautiful. Very poor punchline. Very poor punchline, Michael. That is indeed your name. Sexual criminal. Um, but I enjoyed the call up until then. Thanks very much, man. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Yeah, uh, well, hi, Ian. I'm just, uh, well, I'm, I'm just calling to suggest... Um, uh, a cure for um, Nigel's rendition of "My Heart Will Go On," okay, which is which is by uh, I don't know if you've heard of them. They're very popular on the on the YouTube by um, uh, Scott Bradley and the Postmodern Jukebox, and they do a fantastic version of that song, which I don't particularly like the song, but um, <laughs> people. People these <laughs> but, days. They, but they do, but they do it in a Jackie Wilson style, and they and uh, I mean, what the postmodern jukebox. We've uh, said, we've had, we've, we've, yeah, we've, we've, we've YouTubed them, those guys before. They're good. 
Oh, they are good. They do like do-up versions yep. and jazz versions of all kinds of stuff. But uh, yeah. but if anybody needs to get over Nigel's rendition of that particular song, okay. then uh, the postmodern jukebox okay. one would be the one to do it. All right, lovely. Thank you very much. Line, line three, you're on the wires. Mm-hmm. John, the um, Slade's Merry Christmas, everybody, but with just the one line, are you hanging up your stockings on your wall? I will play that later. That is funny. <laughs> Someone's done a verse. It's just started to get a little bit of traction online. We played it first. Someone's done a version of it, and it's just the line, are you hanging up your stockings on your wall? It's funny, man. We'll play that later on. Why, talking about um, heart attacks, I remember when they introduced these, this was about five years ago, six years ago, and I've never seen one used, right? The defibrillators mm-hmm. yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Right. I remember it was a big thing. We, we did it with three counties. A defibrillator was being put in a, like, outside a pub or something. Yeah. And at the time, I remember saying, but who knows how to use a defibrillator, right? And also... I don't know even how you get it off the wall. Well, they're in a... They're, you've got to have a security code. To get, you'll see this. My boys love spotting them. My boys go, oh, defibrillator. I know exactly where there's one in my town. Yeah, they're, they're everywhere. But has, any, has anyone... At the time, I remember thinking, this is nuts, right? People know that defibrillators aren't... It's not just like when you see on the films where you go and go, click! It's, a, it's got to be a little bit more complicated than that. You're dealing with, with electricity. Is it for... No, I'm right they'd have really in, stupid. They'd have them in the ambulance. They would, wouldn't they? Unless, you know, it's a bit hev- heavy for the ambulance people to carry about, so they just <laughs> thought that they would deposit some in various places. Everywhere. Who knows Could you what... have your heart attack a little bit closer to the um, old public toilets, please? Thank you. Who who knows the codes to get in? Has they ever been they used? should all be 999. Should be. And also, let's be honest, if I was a 15-year-old, I'd be defibrillating my mates all the flipping. Go on, I dare you. I dare you. All right, then. Wouldn't you kill them? Well, if you did, you just use it again to bring them back to oh, life. Right, yeah, like flatliners. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that didn't go well, though, did it? It went very well. Faith, faith. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember flatliners, but... Um... There was a terrifying girl on the, on the subway who um, called people Fifth Faith and uh, son of a thingy. And she was very rude. Don't know why you get that for being dead, but there you go. So we have the, this is great. I, I can never get tired. Now, Christmas... Whoa! Stop it! You're not paying to advertise on this station. That's copyright. This is... Uh, here we are. This is... Oh, this is just great.
love it. I love it. Let's go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. I don't know that. I, don't. I do. Round the twist. It was brilliant. Who's it by? Uh, it was a TV show. It was uh, uh, Australian kids. Oh. I think they're Australian. And it was the weirdest thing I'd ever seen on TV at one point. Like, the first one was uh, they found a baby in the cabbage patch. No. And it got really attached to the youngest kid in the family, Bronson. And whenever Bronson put it down, it would hold its breath and turn blue. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it was really kind of dark. Speaking of darkness, I got attacked by one of the kittens tonight. Outrageous. Today. Got attacked by one of the kittens. I'll tell you more after this advert from one of my colleagues. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Uh, I should say, by the way, if, if you don't get answered, keep calling. You will get answered. I just missed a couple of um, calls then. They put their phones down during the, the trailer for Julie Hartley Brewer. Um, so, so call. If, you, if, you, if I see you on the screen, you will get answered at some point. You just might need to be a little bit patient. Um, line one, you're on the wireless. Hello. 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 Yes. Hi. Hello there, buddy. I was, I'm sorry to say I was put through by one of your girls and... Uh, I touched, I touched a button on the phone by mistake, and I cut myself off. That's okay. Well, that, Sorry about that. That's okay. One of my girls put you through, though, did they? Aye, aye. I was, they put me through, and I was hanging. Oh. And I think I was actually going to be next on. Okay, well, you're on now. What would you like to say? Is that you, Nick? Yes. Great, Nick. It's regarding a call earlier there, when you were speaking to one of the girls. And you turned around and... You stated that lumpy girls are ugly, and then you didn't well, they get are. points from me. No, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, you wait a minute. You you wait a minute. They they well, are. You're going to let me finish, please. You're going to let me finish. Uh, no, I, I might do if you answer uh, this question. What are you beefing on about? What's the question? What are you beefing on about? Right, you're going to let me finish my my original question to uh, my original. Am I talking to, to myself here? Right, can I finish the statement? I've got a mouthful right. of sausage. You are an idiot. Right, so, and then you didn't get a response off her, and then you said to her again, lumpy girl... You uh, are the dumbest caller... I don't have a daughter that is lumpy. You like, are the dumbest I caller... I don't have a daughter that is lumpy. You are the dumbest caller I've ever spoken to in my I life. I hope you don't have a daughter that is lumpy. You're the d- dumbest caller I've ever spoken to in my life. I hope you don't have a daughter that is lumpy. Okay, fine. I can't have daughters. I've got. I'm missing a left testicle, what the one that makes ladies. Statement. What an absolute statement in this day, day and age, when all the mental health issues with all the young. What kids, are you talking about, you absolute muppet? You're an absolute moron. Baby, baby, baby! Off women's head. You're the dumbest caller I've ever spoken to. You're a moron. You're a moron. I'm the moron. You are a moron. You found up the wrong... You, like that. You, and this day and You are the moron. You found up the wrong radio station. You found... You... I never said it. I never said it. I never said it. 
You did say it. No, I didn't. Back. You said it twice. No, I didn't you say it. I never, I never, I swear on my mum's life. Shut up and listen. Shut your face. I swear on my mum's. Shut up. I swear on my mum's life. I never said it. Do you swear anything you want? You're an absolute moron. You're the moron. You're the moron. No, you are. No, you are. You phoned up the wrong radio station. I'll tell you the for the fourth time. You phoned up. You phoned up the wrong. You phoned up the wrong radio station. You idiot. You're the moron. I tell you for the for the fifth and final time, right? You have phoned up the wrong radio station. Now who's the moron? You. You. This isn't LBC. I'm not Nick Abbott. Yeah, hang up. Go find the right radio station. <laughs> There was no way of getting out of that one gracefully, was there? <laughs> <laughs> I have to get to my soundboard. Off women's head! Incredible. <laughs> you moron. I wonder if he's going to ring up Nick Abbott now and do the same thing. C- can someone go and listen to LBC for me, please, and let me know if he phones up? And if he does, we'll listen in. Because it might be about to get yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. If he, if he gets on LBC, could you, give, could you like, tweet me and we'll, we'll switch over to them and we'll listen to them? Uh, You're a fanny. Hey, come on now. <laughs> you don't get those very often these days. And um, normally it's um, the knuckle draggers phoning up talk sport. But when he said Nick, I thought, oh. When he said girls, I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, thought we had, when he said girls, I thought, well, it can't be, but maybe. maybe. And then it was Nick. Oh, Nick Abbott and LBC. Oh, right. Okay. Sounds like Nick said something beastly. <laughs> Oh, well, it's been, we've had some good stuff tonight. Susan, I keep missing your call. I was about to go to you, and then you put the phone down, you silly sausage. Um, do, do we risk... There we go. Here we go. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello, turn your radio off, please. I've turned it off. OK. I've turned it off. Now speak. Could you call me back? Nope. It's a, it's a straight-to-air show tonight. Uh, well, I might go on the thing. Well, first of all, I think you're a little bit rude to that gentleman. Who just he was phoned. accusing me of misogyny, and he phoned up the wrong radio station. No. Look, Ian... He was calling me a sexist car. moron and wishing I had ugly daughters. No. Lumpy. Lumpy Ian, daughters. you just need to just not fight fire with fire. Just stay Oh, sweet calm, Jesus. Are you as thick as you sound? Are you as thick as you sound, Susan? I know what I'm doing. I'm a professional. This is my job. Right. Step back. Step back from the conversazione. I'd like to ask you, who is going to keep me company on Christmas Day on talk radio? Literally couldn't I'm care less. alone here. Could, I couldn't care. Who's going to keep what? Who is on duty? Listen, open your ears. Open your mouth and stop dragging your tongue along your teeth while you're talking, you muppet. Stop thinking of Omar Sharif's willy and focus on this conversation. I'm not thinking of his willy. I am. All right, thinking of his bum then. Probably into the kinky stuff. You shut up. No, I'm thinking of his bum. I'm thinking thinking of his tash. Who is on duty on Christmas Day in the in the talk radio studio? No, no idea. Couldn't care less. Next. Yo, you couldn't care less. I do. I think I know. Do other people? I think I know. What's their problem? Deal with it. I think it's a record. I think it's a recording of this. 
of, okay. of this phone call so, on a on a loop for twenty four hours. <laughs> I think I th- I'm going to guess your birth sign, Ian. Well, considering I've told it yeah. to you in the past, if you get You're, this wrong... No, you haven't told yes, me. You're I Gemini. Have. Yes, I have told you no, that. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. We had a conversation you... about star signs because you believe in that rubbish because you're nuts. No, you never told me. Catherine, he didn't, did he? Mm. Also, it's available online, that informazione. So what? I haven't got a computer. Because you're too... All right? This is something really vulgar, then. Don't be awful. Yeah, I am a Stop. bit sick. I don't know what Facebook and Twitter are. I don't, I'm not yes, you interested. Do. You, know, you, know, you know what Facebook is. Of course you do. It's a lie. You just lied to me. No, I'm not. You know, I you're telling me you don't know... Shut up! You don't... You're telling me you don't know what Facebook is. That's a lie. No, I it's don't. A, lie. I don't. Lie. I know it's something to do on the computer. I d- I've never done it. I don't I know what no, no, Twitter no, is. No, 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 Forget Twitter. And I'm not saying you... You're a fanny. I'm not saying that you've done it. I'm saying you know what Facebook is. I just know it's a line you use on the computer to co- to contact people. You're a fanny. So you know what Facebook is then. So that was a lie. Thank you. Next. I know what it is, but I don't do it. Well, you said you. Hip, hip, hip. You I said you didn't. Basic, you said you shut up. You said you didn't know what it was, and now you're saying you do know I what it is. I meant I don't know how to do it. No, well then you should have said you heard of it. Calm down. You're getting too excited. Just calm down. I can't my words out with you. Just can't, because you, because you, you, you love me. Love. I've got, I've got an, I've got a date for a coffee next week. Sorry? I'm going to coffee with the gentleman next week. What's We're going to meet in a coffee shop. Run out the way, run for your life. And you know what's going to happen to you. I've got a mouth for a sausage. What? No. I said coffee. Dirty pervert. You you don't want to know, do you, Ian? I, I want to know. I don't really want to know. She's she's got so, so, some random lunatic I, is going out for a coffee. The wow, that's what, great, great what's call. The matter, what, what's the matter with you that you don't get on the dating uh, dating uh, lines and all that business? What problem have you got, Ian? You're single. Why don't you go and shut a bird up? Oh, because I don't call them birds. Because uh, it's not 1964. Well, get a woman then. Get a woman there. Maybe I have. Well, I think you should have one and it would stop you masturbating. It wouldn't. I'd incorporate it into it our love life. What? <laughs> yeah, that got you because I'm open-minded. I, I, I'm open-minded to shiz I, like that. I didn't like what she you said last hell. night. You said... She you, shut you it hell. About Using your hand, and you said Mark does it as well. And I thought that was rude. Okay, well, you... you... It was rude of you to drag Mark into the the subject of masturbating. Well, John's John's here tonight. John's about to get dragged into it. He said I did it as well, Susan. What, John does it as well? Well, You're dragging John into it! Then you leave John out of this! Who knows if John masturbates or not? You leave him out of this! How dare you? How dare you? Apologise to John now! All men do it. But yet when I... they say they're not... But when I said that... So you're you're calling me out for saying that Mark did it? Yeah, well, I am, but you're you're just putting the blame onto me now. Are you real? Blaming me for calling John into it. Oh, I didn't know John John was on duty. Are you real? Okay, Susan. Well, Good thank- night, Ian. Good night, Susan. Have a nice coffee. 
Unbel- unbelievable. Sorry about that, John. Late night conversation worth losing sleep over. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Some show this is turning into. It's got peaks and troughs, as the best ones do, but we're in a bit of a peak. 0344 499 1000. Call straight to air. Do anything you want. Don't swear. Don't be libelous. Let's go to line one. One, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, line one. Excellent. That's great news. Okay, so I I have issues with your show tonight. I'll be honest. Okay. It's too good for you? Because I, I rang earlier. Yeah. And. You hung up on me. Yes, as, as as everyone gets hung up on, and then you started. Then you sent a tweet that that um, said that displayed a sense of entitlement that was misplaced. Not not entitlement. Yeah. More that it's a talk show. Yeah. I wanted to talk. You did, and you 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 got you kind of you weren't really talking. You were slurring, and it was dull. I, I was slurring. I, I was oh, okay, but you're a talk show. Yeah. No, we're not. And I was. No, we're not. Look. That's exactly what you do. You're a talk show. No, we're not. Did I? Re- I rang up for an argument. That's exactly why I rang up. We're not a talk show. What a lazy why? one. What a lazy one. I don't know. Uh, what a lazy one-dimensional. <laughs> yeah, this old-fashioned. Yeah. Shut up. What a lazy. Oh, <laughs> shut up. This is why I cut you off because you're boring, drunk. What a lazy one-dimensional 1990s description. A talk show? I don't think so. Is this not what you advertise yourself as? I don't advertise myself as anything. So what are you? I don't know yet. I'm only 45. I've got a long way to go before I get to the answer. (laughs) See, this is exactly why I rang up for an existential debate about this kind of stuff. I'm not debating anything. Then you should be. You're not very good at this, are you? No, I'm trying very hard. Don't, that's the problem. <laughs> don't, try, don't don't try. Don't try. Be. So I'm I'm one of those people who rang up because you know I'm in a, a in a dark place and I rang up because I saw this stuff and here we go. I know you've been there. So no, now we now we're getting somewhere. Now we get now we're getting yeah, past exactly. Now we're getting past the 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 little comedy bits and the scripted bit, and now we're getting somewhere. All right, you're in a dark place. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Oh, yeah, I don't I don't script anything. I try very hard. Well, you try too hard. That's the problem. Well, not not really. Yeah. Well, really. Trust me. Trust me. You're trying too hard. Now, the moment that you relax and you you put you put up the barrier again, but the moment you relaxed and stopped trying, the barrier came down and we got a little glimpse at your soul. And now I'm getting a glimpse at the comedy drunk again. And I don't like the comedy drunk. I mean, I like the comedy drunk, but also at the same time, but I have nothing else to bring a radio talk shows. I didn't hear any of that because it got all muffled, but I'm sure it wasn't worth repeating. So, why are you, <laughs> why are you in a dark... Here's the, problem, here's the problem. I don't like talking to drunk people. That's, that's kind of my, 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 my big, my big okay, beef. I, I got that the first time. I don't think I said that in this conversation. No, but the fact that you hung up, I, I, got, I got the impression. Everyone gets hung up on, dude. Don't take it personally. Why are you in a dark, okay. pl- why are you in a dark place? Oh, that's 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 a show on its own. That's that's not good radio right now, is it? I'll be the judge of that, mate. The award win- <laughs> the award winning radio host will be the judge of that. It's <laughs> a good line, isn't it? 
The award-winning radio host and his award-winning producer will be the judge of that. Well, I'm I'm, I'm using it now. So why are you in a dark place? You haven't used that all night. Shut up! Why are you in a dark place? Uh, Let me think. Uh, I had a really good job. Shit got on top of me. I had to take a downgrade in my pay and step down from a job I was great at. And all the shit ever comes of that. So, you know, that happens. Yeah, that happens, and I'm really sorry that that happened. But anyway, that's... I I don't know why I rang up, but I'm enjoying the fact that I'm... You rang up because you are lost, and you are lonely, and you wanted to reach out and have some contact with someone that you sort of think you know, but really deep down you know you don't know. Because you wanted oh, some form of you wanted some you wanted you, you wanted some form of human contact and communication because you're drunk and the reason you're drunk is because you're feeling sad and you thought it would make you feel better and you've realised it hasn't made you feel better and that life is a succession of one crappy event after another crappy event and you want to know is does it get better at any point? Except for the last part, you were nailing it on my head. Everyone wants Except to know. Except for the last part. Everyone wants to know if it gets better at some point. No, because everyone knows that it doesn't. You just skip from one point to the other. Like, no, no. Mostly, I'm pretty happy. Here's, here's, uh, boy, oh boy, don't you sound happy. Here's, here's the thing, right? It can get better. Like, mostly, my life's great. Well, then stop whinging. I, I didn't whinge. Okay, well then, I, I explained why I was feeling the way I was feeling. Well, but, but hang on a minute. If, if your life is mostly good, then why are you feeling that way? Because every now and again, these things, these nights come in where it slumps. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Tonight is one of those nights. Well, I'm sorry that that has happened. So I've I've ring in to bring your entire radio show, <laughs> your entire audience down to my level. Hey, we had we had Nigel we had Nigel singing Titanic <laughs> earlier on, and we had a song about, from from Frank Sinatra about oh, ra- was, raising was, two kids on his own. So trust it me, it was we, impressive. We we, we, we was do the ups, impressive. we do the downs. All right, <laughs> Trevor. Well, listen, I'm going to cut you off again now, but you've had a you've had quite okay. a long crack of the whip, so. You know. I, I really have. There Thank you, you very much. Thank you Thank very you much me. indeed. There we go. You see, we got we got a little glimpse there. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Oh, is that Ian? Yes. Oh, uh, why are you being so mean tonight? I'm not being mean. You are being a bit harsh. To whom? Well, to the man that was on before. Which which one? The just one now. That guy just then. Yeah. I wasn't being mean. I was being very generous. Being very generous yeah. and loving. It may have sounded mean because your ears are uneducated, but I was being very generous and very loving and, and giving him a lot of time. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, well, uh, well, okay. So, but you must have been that person at one point. Yeah, and I would have liked to have been spoken to that way. Really? Yeah, in really? a ca- in a caring, loving, generous, responsible <laughs> way. Because the thing is, I wasn't letting. What, what did you want me to do? Just let him tell his boring drunk stories, or did you want me to try and no. get to the heart of the? Let me finish a sentence. <laughs> Did you want me right. to let him tell his boring drunk stories, or did you want me to get, try and get to the heart of the matter and make physical contact with his soul? Which, which did you? Which did you want? Well, obviously the second one. Okay, and well, that's what I did. Thanks very much. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Well, but I just think he was. 
Uh, uh, you're not listening. You're not listening. You're not listening. I helped him. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Because what he'll go? Okay, I need to just sort it out. No. Just be happy. No. I don't understand why you're you're being so obtuse. You've come on with an agenda. You've come on accusing me of being mean to callers. I've been mean to one caller, a guy who uh, who libelled me and said that I'd made um, uh, comments about fat women or lumpy women, whatever it was, when I simply hadn't. He was an idiot because he'd phoned up the wrong radio station. And I spoke very firmly to that last gentleman. But I wasn't rude. I wasn't mean. I was very caring and loving to him. And you weren't able to hear that. Well, I'm sorry, but that's your problem. Sorry, yes, I used the wrong words. You weren't you weren't mean to him. I just thought he maybe he 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 needed a more um, comforting approach. Well, uh, a softer approach. Okay. Well, I tell you what. When you get your radio show, I'll tune in and I'll I'll, I'll, I'll critique how you deal with with callers calling in like that. Shall you I? be my co-presenter. Not a chance in hell. <laughs> Let's go to line uh, six. Six are on the wireless. Hello. Oh, for God's sakes. Yes, you've got 45 seconds. Turn your radio off and let's make it good. OK, it's Paul again. No, don't worry about it. Oh! That's a nice little run, wasn't it? Not being me- What callers have I been mean to tonight? Sometimes you've got to be firm. And it's really difficult talking to people who are really drunk. Oh, I'm so sorry you're drunk and having... Oh, t- t- tell me your... Because he phoned in about Brexit. Talk to me about Brexit, drunk man. He didn't want to talk about Brexit. That's what we want to hear. That's what we want to hear. It wasn't <clears throat> rude. But thanks for listening. It's appreciated. Another hour of this. It's like the old days, John, isn't it? Another... Remember, we used to do this on drive time on LBC. Wow. Uh, don't call in for a bit. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine, Catherine Boyle. Weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. If I lived the past over, saw today from yesterday, I would be in love anyway. If I knew that you'd leave me If I knew you wouldn't stay I would be in love anyway Sometimes I think Think about before Sometimes I think If I knew then What I know now I don't believe I'd ever change somehow Though you'll never There are no words to say I'll still be in love
change somehow If I knew then What I know now I don't believe I'd ever change Somehow Watertown, man. It's, how has this album slipped past me? I would be in love anyway. If I knew then what I knew now, I'd still be in love. So he's singing to his ex-wife. Even, even, even if I knew when we started that you're gonna, we we're going to split up and you were going to leave me and break my heart, I'd still be in love with you. Oh, blimey. <gasps> you need to get some self-respect. Can I borrow your... Um... Me power. Yeah. Uh, we're taking calls straight to air. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. It's very simple. You don't swear. You don't be libelous. You just call up. I see your number on the screen and I go, line one, you're on the wireless. Good evening. I'm not drunk. I haven't had a drop of alcohol all day. I couldn't care less. You need to loosen up a little bit. Okay. Well, I thought you accused me of being drunk. No, not ago. at all. It's not all about you, mate. Didn't accuse you of being drunk in the slightest. Okay. Well, you're, you're arrogant. You, you, you were talking about Brexit very arrogant earlier. man, very arrogant, self-centered man. But no, I didn't. I didn't accuse you of being drunk. I'm not arrogant or self-centered. You're very, very much so. The fact that you took a comment, a passing comment that was not even connected with you, and you you took it to be about you shows an arrogance and a self-centeredness that uh, I find staggering. Anyway, what have you called I in for? I'm not arrogant or self-centred. You're very, very arrogant, very self-centred man, as, as just proven by uh, what just happened. What have you called in for tonight? OK, can I just say, I would like to put Jacob Rees-Mogg oh, and Ian Duncan Smith on the naughty step. OK, and what, 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 would, you, what would you like to not say that's going to... Not give them a smack round the back of the legs, because they wouldn't learn from that. What would you like to say that's going to have an impact on my life tonight? Have you visited the new Costa Coffee Shop in Stoke Poges? I don't live there anymore, no. OK, I know. Well, I just wondered if Have you, you been to see the there. new Costa Coffee Shop in Stoke Poges? No. I thought you might have passed by there. I don't live that area anymore. OK, I didn't know that. OK. Well, thanks for calling. No worries. Good night. Um... <laughs> vibes at the start of the last hour. So there are two logbooks, right? Two logbooks. And we, there's supposed to be one logbook. Start off with one logbook where we thought it'd be easier. Instead of us keeping a record of what happened on every show, we sent out a logbook to a listener. They'd have it for five to ten days. They'd fill in what happened on the show, send it back. We wouldn't open it, wouldn't look at it. We'd send it on to the next listener. They'd have it five to ten days. They'd write in it whatever they wanted. Ideally, the details of the show, but if they just want to draw silly pictures, they can do. Child-friendly, because it could get sent to kids. They'd send it back. We'd, we'd get it. We wouldn't look at it. We'd send it on to the next one. It should be nice and easy, OK? Mm-hmm. The first one... Hang on a second. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, mate. Just let me get out of the way of the radio. It's the chap who can lead the future. Okay, well, then you should have known you were coming on the air and you should have been away from the radio before I answered your call. Chew on that. So the first one didn't come back to us for ages because the guy didn't put enough postage on the envelope. Yeah. He just put, like, a first-class stamp, and it's a big old book. So we didn't get it back for, like, a month, five weeks. In the meantime, we bought another book. 
So, second logbook, and we send that out. Then the first first logbook arrived back. Hang on a second. Yes, line one, what do you want? I'm busy. Give it to me, rugby. One time, one time. Anything else, Give caller? Give it to me, rugby. <laughs> Two times. Two times. Two times, he okay, says. Okay, yeah. I think I know where this is going. Let's see. Your logbooks are dumb. <laughs> oh. Oh, what a burn. So we got a second one and we sent that out. In the meantime, the first one turned up. So now we've got two logbooks. So we, we had them both going out independently. So the second one got held hostage by an idiot who was unhappy with a T-shirt business that's run by a friend of mine. So he um, uh, he withheld the book. Held the book ransom. That'll teach the person who doesn't have anything to do with I the book. I told Scott, and Scott just laughed, went, oh, that guy was a nightmare. <laughs> Sorry about the book, mate. Um, and he emailed me and told me this. Anyway, we got that book back. Um, uh, and in the meantime, the second logbook had been sent out to a young lady, Isabel, in America. Uh-huh. Uh, she's 11, lives in Texas, Waco, Tennessee. Texas, Tennessee. Texas, Tennessee. Um, and the, then the, the second one, then another logbook, the other logbook was sent out to Lou, who'd been begging us and begging us and begging us. And as I know, I always knew, and I said, right, she's been begging us so much, actually making a, being a P in the A. We ain't going to get that book back. We didn't get that book back for about five weeks. She had health problems and stuff like that, but still, I just knew it, right? So far, I think the only person who had it and sent it back within a reasonable or the agreed time was... Uh, Eben. No, it wasn't. Eben did the I first know. time he had Eben it. Eben was in Freshers' Week, se- wasn't he? The second time, he kept it for ages. Oh, anyway, yeah. so we got that book back and we sent that off, but the, still the, the, second, the, well, the first or the second book was with Isabel in, in America for ages, about a month, five weeks. So last week we called her out. We called an 11-year-old out on the show. Right? We, we, we called her out and we phoned her in um, Texas, Tennessee. And she didn't answer, went straight to answer phone. It didn't go straight, it rang and then it went to answer phone. We called her out, we called her out, we called her out. Well, today that book arrived. <laughs> it's here. And now I feel really, really bad for bullying an 11-year-old on the radio. Firstly, she needs to learn responsibility. But second, I, for the love of all that is holy, I can't have a, a young woman going around thinking we hate her. We love you. We respect you. We're glad this came back. We blame your parents, We really. blame your parents as scumbags. <laughs> but we love... No, but honestly, I, I, when this arrived today, I went to Kath. Oh, my God. That family think, think that we genuinely peed off with them. Of course I'm not peed off with them. I was a little bit disappointed. I wasn't peed off with them. I was peed off with Lou, genuinely. I was peed off with the guy that held it hostage. I was peed off with the, the fella in Scotland who only put a first-class stamp on, a big old, thick envelope. But I'm not honestly not. I, I'm not peed off at all in um, the the slightest. Uh, I'm not peed off in the slightest with that. And I want you, you're very welcome to call the show anytime you want. What if there's a note in here? There's the book. No custard. Now we're not supposed to look in it, but I'm just going to just give it a little shake to see if. Uh oh. We're in trouble. Oh. We got $20 bill stuck in here. Oh, why? Um, oh, she's been keeping very detailed Oh, notes. she's done a great job. I'm not supposed to, I can't read it. I'm not allowed to read it. How do we get the message to these guys? Call them. Can you find the number? I can't do it from this side, I'm afraid. Right, hang on. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't I would hate to. God, I, I feel so guilty that we might have bullied a, a, a child. So I'm really sorry. 
Certainly, we certainly were not annoyed with you in the slightest. Um, uh, what's going on here? Oh, Chris Arnott. Just, just go away, Chris. Um, so I feel really bad that we bullied a kid on air. That's not what this show is. That's not what this show is about. This show is a loving vibe. It's a happy vibe. And we bullied a child. Hey, listen, 45 minutes or so, then Martin Kellner comes in. Killer Kellner. He has killed a man before. Um, and he will do it again. We know that. It's just a matter of time. Straight to air for the next 45 minutes. Come and get it while it's hot. 0344 499 is the telephone number. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The wild man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Ros is unhappy. She's tweeting you, is she? She's gone running to mum. She's running to mum. Yeah. Reformed drinkers are the worst. No, they're not. Reformed drinkers are the I tell you what, 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 what would be worse if I hadn't reformed and I came in here, drink wasn't really my issue, but if I came in here steaming, doing lines of coke during the adverts, that's what you, that's what you would have got. That's what you would have got back in the day. You want that guy here? You would, would, would be entertaining for the first 20 minutes of the show and then it would be a car crash. Not, not, not a funny, oh, good car crash, a horrible one. So no, reformed drinkers are not the worst. Reformed drinkers have made a decision to take control of their lives and to, um, I'm not a reformed drinker, I'm a reformed, I'm not a reformed drinker, I'm not reformed anything. I'm an alcoholic and I'm a drug addict. That's what I am. I'm a recovering drug addict. I'm not a reformed drinker, I'm a reformed drinking bullshit. And drunk people are boring. I know, I was one. They're boring. It's fun being that person. It's not necessarily fun listening to them. No. Um, But you're welcome to call in again, Rod. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Hello, Kath. Hey. Hi. Um, I'm a first-time caller, and I'm calling in to uh, have a little chat. Okay. And I thought I'd change tack if that's OK. Yes. Um, because um, there's been a quite a few... Uh, is the word bell cheeses? I don't know what the <laughs> word you want to... <laughs> yeah, that's... I don't know if that's the word you would use. You know it's the word um, he would use. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, so... I thought I'd play a guessing game, if that's OK. Yeah. Um, if you want to play along. Now, yeah. I've got a choice of two. Um, I did something, well, two years ago, right. today, yeah. I did something um, which I fulfilled a, a, an ambition of mine as a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a child. You wore your mum's pants so, all day? Uh, Am I ever going to write? No, oh. no. Um, OK. So you, we could have a guess at that. Or oh. I did something two days ago that has left me very uncomfortable. What's it? What's, I can't... I, is it... What, what? Catherine? You can have a guess at what he did two years ago that fulfilled a childhood dream and what he did two days ago that made him feel uncomfortable. I thought we said to David Gore. No, <sighs> two days ago. Two days ago. That might be the pants. Yeah. I'm from... from County Durham, so okay, well, I'm, okay, I'm, 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 I apologise. Don't right. you dare apologise. No, we should apologise. Nope. People with, with weird accents should apologise to people who don't have accents. All right, Milk. Um, okay, well, what did you do two days ago? You punched... Did you punch someone? No, I'm, I'm quite, um, quite a, a mellow fellow. Mellow fellow. Well, I have, I've, well, obviously, I've got no idea. Are you going to give us clues, or...? Well, d- d- try, try, I don't know, maybe try 20 questions or something like that, if you want to do it that way. Okay, so let's, okay. Answer yes or no. Okay, 
Um, is what you did... In, oh, God. In, sorry? sorry? What was that? Sorry, just... It's that discomfort I was talking about. Sorry. Is what you did interesting? I think you've talked about it before on your show. Is it potholing? Oh, no, no. Cathy, are you going to help me out with this? Because I'm, I'm losing the will. We were talking about the thing two two days ago, because that's obviously the thing. Oh, sorry again. Here we go. What it's is, made him feel... What is that noise? It's made him feel, uh, well, wibbly. Wibbly wobbly. Hang on a second. Stay there. Stay there. Stay there. We've got, let's, uh... Line, line two? Yes. Yeah. Would you like to guess what this gentleman has done two days ago? <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to uh, have a word with you and uh, Kath. OK, well, stay there, gentlemen. We, let's talk, well, we want to talk to Joan, first of all. We'll come back to you in a minute. Yes, Joan, oh, my dear. Shut up! Yes, Joan, what would you like to say to me and Kath? Um, did, did you look up Peace Hall, Kath? Yes, we could, yeah, thank you. Yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we did look well, up Peaceful, yes, the in Halifax. You were there. The weekend you were there, 5,000 went through, and they had a tent with uh, refreshments in and lots of quiet We, we saw it just as they were closing it up. Yeah, we were too late. We were hungry, and we got there, and we saw them closing it, and we went, mm, well, that looked nice. What a shame. <laughs> mm. Never mind. They had a big old Christmas market, didn't they, that weekend? It is. They have one every day till Christmas, yeah. Oh, do they? It's a great place. They all, uh, tape today, uh, stick today, you know, that news off the papers. Oh, yeah. And that, oh. that's what told me. Oh. Um, can I tell you a lovely story? Oh, I wish you would. Yeah, please do. <laughs> please. Well, Shut up, you caller. I'm talking to Joan now. Either. We went on holiday with this couple that ran holiday bus. You know, private holiday bus. Oh, and, yeah. uh, Swingers. We went, I don't know where we went, but they had day trips. Oh. And, we, and she knew oh. about us, like, and she said... She stopped, they stopped her and people were getting off. She said, look, if you took up those steps, it's, there's no traffic up there and there's shops and seats. So oh, they're giving us a pack lunch. So we sat down and ate our pack lunch and yeah. I, I, I said, hey, watch me bag while I go and put this rubbish in this bin. Yeah. When I go, and if, <laughs> I'm go up to Marks and Spencer and see if they've any, any drinks. <laughs> you, know, any, yeah. you didn't have any drinks in your pack lunch? You didn't have no, any didn't. no drinks in the pack lunch. That's an oversight. No. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> we got to the, we got got to the shop. I said, "Where's my handbag?" He says, "I don't know." Oh no. That's where I left it with you. So oh. I shot back to the seat. It had gone. Oh, of course. Oh. So it had. Went to the um, uh, optician. She said, "No, I'll ask the shop next door." So I went in the shop next door. She said, "What sort of bag it was?" I told her. Yeah. She said what was in it, so I told her everything that was in it, including a lot of money in an envelope we got out for a holiday, you know. Yeah, your holiday money, yeah. She said, well, it is your bag, and a tramp handed it in. Yay! There we she go! Really went through the door, this tramp came and said, I saw you just leave your bag, though, so I thought you'd need it. Oh. I said, thank you very much, and I gave him a big kiss and hug and £20. <laughs> oh, you're a good one, Joe. Oh, well done, you. Wasn't that lovely? Yeah, well done. Yeah, be quiet, caller. Um, what a lovely story, isn't that nice? Yeah, that's that's the finish with, isn't it? That. Although, why? If he saw your husband leave it, why didn't he pick it up and take it to your husband? 
Maybe your husband's really fast. You can see it till we go. Well, that's well. Well done him, and well done um, the shop, and well done you. And it shows that tramps aren't all rotten, doesn't it? Yeah, it does because it does show that tramps aren't all rotten. It's a lesson for today. No, yeah, not. It, 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 it was really nice. I said, our first time I've ever kissed a tramp. There you go. Well, that's, that just goes to show that even some of those horrible, I didn't dirty mind, tramps. And I gave him twenty pound because you yeah, know he'd have spent it on booze. It but was it's, worth it. It was worth it. Hey, Joan, listen, nice one. How are you feeling tonight? You're right. Yeah, fine. You look ready for a, for a funky weekend? Uh, well, we're going to see him tomorrow. On Sunday, that's all. OK. All right, well, you, you have a lovely weekend, and maybe we'll speak next week, Joan. Oh, well, yeah, thank you. Take care, my love. Bye-bye. 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 I like Joan a lot. She's one of my favourite calls. I know, calls. I love, I love Was her. it... Did you hand in a lady's bag into an optician's? No. I know what no, you've done. Uh, no. I know what you've done. What? You've shaved your balls. Well, didn't we got that right? Thanks very much indeed. Let's go to line three. Three, you're on the wireless. Hello. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's going to ring back. Okay. All right, we'll speak to you in a little bit. Give us a call Thank back. Jerry. Let's go to line uh, five. You're on the wireless. Is that man still on the line? I was, I was phoning to, to have a hazard a guess at his thing. Well, we think it was he shaved his balls. Oh, that's what I thought. Well, there you go, you see. Well done. Let's Do you recognise the discomfort noise? <laughs> Let's go to line two. <laughs> two, you're on the wireless. Good evening. Oh, jeez. You, you put me on the spot a minute ago, oh, and God. I just thought of something that could enrich your day. Your programme has won awards, yeah? No. I thought your your late night show had won awards. Nope. Me and Kath have won awards. The show okay, hasn't won awards. Won, We're award so winners. Catherine and I are award winners. You won awards. Yeah. Loads. Okay, that's great. Some good ones as well, not just the crappy so gillers. Can I say something now that I've just thought of? Oh, is it going to be one of your crap jokes? No, it's not a joke at all. It's the, it's just say joke. it. Instead of just phoning in saying, can I say, can I say, you're on a... St- just say it. Or can I say, can I say. No, you can't, because you kept saying, can I say. Line one, you're on the wireless. Penis. Sorry? Penis? Yes. Where? Here. Can I have it? No. Go on, let me have it. What do you want to do with it? I'll show you. Oh, I feel threatened. Thanks. Well, in that case, I'll say goodbye, sir. Don't want, to feel, don't want anyone to feel threatened. No, pop it away, love. Um, but he, did, he was... Well, it, it, even if he was waggling his penis around, that's still not an excuse. No. John, could you do me a favour? That phone number, could you just b- 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 tap it down a couple of lines? Because my phone box is, is, is obscuring it. If you just write something above it and um, just tap it down, tap it down, tap it down, tap it down. Oh, hang on a minute. Oh, no, you've gone the wrong way. Hang on a minute. <laughs> That's right. It's, I, I can write it down on a bit of paper. Uh, 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 uh. We got it. We got it. We got that. Uh, 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 This one's got a lot of ones and zeros in. This is like a binary number. Uh, uh, it ends with a two. I hope they're, they're not upset. I hope the mum and dad are upset. Christmas, let's no one be upset. It's an English ringtone. Mm. 
Hi, the person you're calling is using a screening service from Google and will get a copy of this conversation. Go ahead and say your name and why you're calling. Hello, Isabel. This is Ian Lee from Talk Radio. First of all, I'd like to thank you for sending back the logbook. A little bit late. But I'm here to say um, I hope I hope that we are still friends. I hope you don't in any way feel... Uh, don't sneeze! I can't help it. I hope... Please! This is... <laughs> I hope that... Sorry, Catherine is ruining it. I hope that we can still be friends. I think you're great. I wasn't in any way genuinely upset. I mean, it's disappointed, but I wasn't... Ge- I wasn't genuinely upset that you hadn't sent it back, and I feel bad, and I want us to be friends, and it's Christmas, and... Um, love to you. If anyone should feel bad, it should be your mum. Catherine would like to say sorry too. I don't want to say sorry. I think well, you're you wonderful, you and, say- and I wasn't mean about you in the first place. I wasn't mean about Ian's her. Ian's the one that rang you up making demands. I wasn't. I just asked for like my- you owed him money. I asked, my- which I- by the way, you appear to have enclosed. I, uh, I didn't asked- need to do that. I asked for my property. But that was very disingenuous. Anyway, no, I meant that. Thank you, Isabel. We're, Thanks, Isabel. Merry Christmas. No, Merry Christmas. I said Merry, Merry Christmas from me, not from Catherine. Do you want to say something else, Catherine? Oh, I hung up before you could say it. <laughs> That's just made everything better. Tell us about the um, lady that married a pirate, a dead pirate ghost. Of course, I'll tell you the story. Of the- Have you got any pirate music? Yeah. Oh, it's sad pirate music. Uh, oh, well, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna do- I go to YouTube and we type in sad pirate. pirate. Music. Here we go. Um, Here we go. Enjoy Christmas. Whoa, whoa. You haven't paid to advertise on this station. Here we go. Sad pirate music. Uh, Is this pirating? Yeah. Hitting the spirits. Woman who married, in quote marks, ghost of a 300-year-old pirate reveals pair have split up. They had a real ceremony. We spoke to her on this show when you weren't here. It was one of the best shows we've ever done, actually. The controversial couple got married on a boat off the Irish coast in international waters earlier this year. A woman who married the ghost of a 300-year-old pirate has now revealed the couple has split up. Amanda Sparrow Large, 46, first Do you know what? Do you know what her job was? What? She was a Captain oh, she Jack, was a Jack Sparrow Sparrow. impersonator, but she stopped it when she got married she because didn't she want to live off him. didn't want to trade on his name. Please <laughs> <laughs> remember that fact. Anyway. Amanda Sparrow-Large, 46, first appeared in the spotlight when she legally married the Haitian pirate by a shaman priest earlier this year. That's a shame. That's, hang on. That's a shaman. That's a shame. Hmm? That's no. a shame. Hmm? And? No, no, no. Did you hear about the... Um, the woman that's getting divorced from the ghost pirate. Yeah, I did. That's a shame. Hmm? It doesn't really work. <laughs> it does work, actually. It works very, I very feel well. like you're taking the mickey out of this. No, no, this no. I've, I've spoken to her. I did, a seri- I did a serious interview with her. The 46-year-old was tired of physical world men and consequently found oh, love well. in the ghost of the 18th-century Haitian pirate until she revealed things didn't work out for them, reported the Mirror. The pair got married on a boat off the Irish coast in international waters, reported the Irish Sun. But now the mum from Drogheda, County Louth, Ireland, is warning people to be very careful when dabbling in spirituality. She said, So I feel it's time to let everyone know... Do the accent. OK. Apologies to um, Ireland. So, I feel it's time to let everyone know my marriage is over. Could you say Lilo Lil in that voice, please? Lilo Lil. OK. She is a tart! I will explain all in due course, but for now, 
All I want to say is be very careful when dabbling in spirituality. It's not something to mess with. Maybe if it wasn't a ghost she married, but just a real man who put on, like, a lot of ghost makeup. I think if you marry pirates, you know, you're you're asking for trouble. Those guys... She she doesn't warn you against pirates, though. She warns you against spirituality, ghosts. ghosts. Which I think is kind of ghostish. Yep. Amanda paid a whopping €6,000 to change her name legally and worked as an impersonator of Pirates of the Caribbean character Jack Sparrow. She changed her name and had replica tattoos, dreadlocks and gold teeth fitted to look identical to the character. Before their controversial marriage, Amanda made the headlines for her tips on having ghost sex sessions. Sessions. Tips. She previously claimed that she and the 300-year-old ghost Jack went on dates, had rows and even had an active sex life before their recent divorce. She said, Spiritual sex is all about being able to feel the energy. It's nothing to do with masturbation. So, although it can be tried from any position... John's perked up. Missionary's probably best to start with because it's easier to feel their weight and take it from there. Before their turbulent relationship resulted in a breakup, the couple dated for two years before becoming engaged. So, listen, they, you know, they, they were sensible about it. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, I did rush into it. Amanda previously gushed oh, about she, the proposal. Oh, I see, I apologise. Jack I proposed to me. I told him I wasn't really cool with having casual sex with a spirit and I wanted us to make a proper commitment to each other. At the wedding, she held a flag bearing a skull and crossbones as a symbol for her husband. Because Jack couldn't wear his ring, having no fingers. It was fitted to a candle which was used, oh dear, in the wedding ceremony to represent him. (laughs) Such an idiot. I'm not the one that's got married and then divorced from a ghost and had sex with a candle, pretending it was my husband. I think think it's just very sad. They just couldn't, they just couldn't make it work. No, I couldn't. It's sad, isn't it, line one? See you next Tuesday, Steve Allen. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed. Uh, by the way, to the gentleman that was um, calling out my listeners for being morons and idiots for listening and saying that this this um, this was the right time slot for me because I broadcast to morons and idiots, um, and then just said that all of my listeners were ug- ugly old slags. Wow! Just got you suspended from Twitter. Got your Twitter account locked down. Got it locked down, and this is the music we play when we get someone locked down on Twitter. Hey, 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 hey. This, is, this is pirate battle music. Oh, that sounds like a very camp battle. It does. Uh, um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Call straight to air for the last thirty minutes. Let's we, let's speed things up now, guys. Okay. We've had a nice little slow 30 minutes or so. We've taken the pace down. I want to I want to um, get it up again. I, wanna, I really want you to help me get it up again. So let's go for it hard. Let's go for it fast. Let's go deep. Um, let's just keep pushing um, and, until we come to the end of our experience together. 03, uh, 03, 44. It didn't really work. It's not subtle, is it? Not really. No, it's not subtle or clever. Uh, Never said it was. Um, it is big though. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. We won't call straight to air. Otherwise, we won't be there. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. That's what I say. Getting a bit tired now. Can you tell? Yeah. Overtired. Very. I mean, very silly. I still got attacked by the cat. Oh, 
Never guess what I watched today. Um, You'll never guess, although we've spoken about it recently. Okay. You watched... What did you watch? I know you watched Place in the Sun. Uh, no. You did, though. Yeah, but no, but I've seen the specific yeah, programme. Yeah, but no, but what? The, the specific programme I watched. A programme. Yeah. Right. Mm, uh, mm, 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 uh. It, was, it was incredible. I saw it. I, went, I saw it listed and I went, I'm, I'm having some of that. Naked and Afraid again. No. Go on. French Fields. Oh! <laughs> French Fields! I remember that. But it, so it, I it was Fresh Fields and then they went to they France. They moved to France. So I think it was the first episode because they were on a boat trip and then they said, oh, we should buy a house. Their last name is Fields. Yeah, I know. And Anton Rogers. There was a lot of big glasses in it. Anton Rogers' big glasses, then Julia McKenzie's sunglasses. <laughs> Huge! And Anton Rogers and Julia McKenzie um, kept joking that um, because it wasn't Thursday, they couldn't have sex. And then she went, at the end, she went, well, it will be Thursday at midnight. Oh, oh yes! And, uh, and then he got glasses his, steamed then up. Then he got his, his wanger out. Oh. He got, Anton Rogers got his wanger out. And he started um, rubbing it. And it was getting bigger. And okay, Julie McKenzie right. was... Um, she started obviously getting very visibly excited and aroused by this. Then they made love and we saw it. Um, and let's just say uh, the missionary position was not was not involved in it at all. It was filthy. I don't remember it being like that first no. time around. Are you sure? You weren't sitting on the remote. Might have been sitting on the But French Fields, of all the programmes. They were, they were adorable, those guys. No, it was so it was so lame. Oh, the, the the son in law in there is a guy who used to be in lots of adverts. It, that just got, it, I mean, listen, it was it was very strange. French Fields, mm. what a strange show. Fresh Fields, their surname is Fields. I liked then, all that. I liked that. I liked May to December, but I don't know whether it's because I pretended to like it so I didn't have to leave Grandma's because if we left Grandma's, it was bedtime and then it was school. I'm assuming Anton Rogers has passed away. Julie McKenzie, I think, is still with us. Anton Rogers passed away, I think, about ten years ago. Um, and although this was a terrible, lousy programme, has he done, like... Is it like a movie, an Anton Rogers movie? Because I'd like to see him in a movie. He I'd like to see him acting. He died 1st of December 2007. Ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Spot on. So it was pretty spot on. Let's see. He's been in loads of theatre, flipping it. Of course he has, he's proper... Filmography, vice versa. Yep. N- 1948, not, not, oh. the not the one in the 80s. Old school. I'm looking down. Hang on, let's go to line one while you're looking. Good evening, line one. Hello, Ian. Hello, line one. So I'm struggling to understand. I got you can't speak properly. And it's getting him down. And it's getting you down. Oh, I saw the tweet the other day about that. It must be getting you down, man. I can't imagine I'm 
<laughs> I know you're down, man, and I wish there was something we could do to uh, to fix it. Life, like we were saying this the other day, everything is random, and life is unfair, and uh, your situation sucks, man. And I, I, I wish I could fix it. I wish I could fix it, um, but I can't, and I'm really sorry about that. I, can, I, I, I bet it does, yeah. I bet it does, man. I just think it should be... Just feeling a bit down. Uh, 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 I'm just thinking... I'm just going to go for jerks. Go for jerks here for the week. And turn them down. Then I'll jerks. Then I'll jerks you with. I don't know what they call it. What, what, uh, what drugs were you turning down? Pasquale's coming on the show in the new year at some point. Joe Pasquale's my new friend. He's going to get me a job yeah, on I've got his. I've got Joe Pasquale's phone number now. This is this is it. This is what I wanted when I went in the jungle. What, what are you doing in the jungle for? I want Joe Pasquale's phone number. A year later, I've got it. Yeah, he does. Yes, his voice. Yeah, that's his actual voice. He's very nice, very very nice man. He's 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 um he's he's he's, he's a very skinny man as well. He's lost a lot of weight. Jerry, I'm sorry you're feeling down, man. Life life is unfair, and it's unfair to everybody in different measures. And you seem to have a particularly heavy measure of unfairness, and it sucks. And I'm sorry about it. Speaking speaking a bit better now. Mike Dickin and Ruthie this week and Mike Dickin rest in peace legend well, I'm going to tell you to stick it up your bum now up your bum up your bum <laughs> how come we can always hear that bit properly oh because it's said with such passion life unfair we were mm. talking about this the other day just everything is random yeah <sighs> line two you're on the wireless Jeez. hello hello line two Hello. I just wanted to remind you at 17 past midnight, you said something not nice about accents of people. They should not call this if they have thick accents. I don't think it's nice of you to say. I don't want anyone with a thick accent calling this show. Okay. 
I want, I, I, I don't want, pe- I don't want people with, with different accents speaking to me. I don't have any accent, so I don't okay. want people. I don't want people with, with different accents speaking to me. I think it's disgusting. Okay. Bye. Bye. Good. Goodbye to you. Bye-bye. I'm a what? Racist. No, no, no. Well, 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 I didn't mention races. People of different races can call me as long as they don't have an accent. Yeah, you, you, should, you shouldn't tell people they have a thick accent. That, that's nasty. No, you, you, mean, you mean thick as in stupid. I don't mean thick as in stupid. I mean thick as in heavy, man. All oh, right. So, so you do understand me even if I have an accent. Pardon? You do understand me, if, even if, if I have an accent, you do understand me when I speak with you. I understand you, yes, sir. Oh, that's very nice, thank you. I understand that you're a racist. Oh, not me. Yeah, oh, yes. You're refusing, you you're refusing to, you're refusing. I don't have a problem with races, I have a problem with accents, it's different. You have a problem with me because of my race. You're not going to phone this show again, you just said. Well, 17 past midnight, when I heard you have a problem with accents. Yes, I have a problem with accents, not races. On this show, yeah. And now you're telling me you're never going to call this show again because of my race. I'm the racist? Huh? What? You need to have a... Dude, it was a joke, man. It was a joke. It was a, It was an obvious joke. I'm guessing you've never listened to the show before. It was an what? obvious joke. We just had a fella on. He's got Parkinson's. We. It, 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 it takes... Well, I do a... It was my mistake. I didn't uh, understand. And I apologise, man. Listen, I love you. I love accents. I love my all the thoughts. accents, apart Sorry. from the Manchester one and yours. I love all. <laughs> I love. All, I'm joking. I love all accents. Of course, it was a joke, man. I want people to call in. This is a show based on love and peace, and uh, and, and everybody is welcome. That's why I called. Everybody's welcome. You're double welcome, my That's friend. I, I love your accent. Welcoming. I want to put your accent in a sandwich and eat it. Oh, that's a bit weird. No, it's not. Where are you from, uh, my friend? No, my accent is too thick to eat it. <laughs> where, 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 where are you from? East Europe. Specifically? That's quite vague. Give us a country. Romania. There you go. You're a smart one. Is it that one? No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got it right. First go. You're a smart one. I, I, I'm a very smart one. I love the Romanians. I love, I love the accent. I love the people. Listen, this isn't the Nigel Farage show on it. This isn't LBC for crying out loud. You, I want you guys here. I want all of you people. I want as many of you over here as we can get. And I'm embarrassed and ashamed that we're going to kick you all out. I love you, man. I know it was a, a gentleman from north uh, of Britain, North yeah. UK. Yeah. Was spoken and you didn't like his thick accent. Yeah. It was, it was a joke. A, I don't know. No, he's right. I don't like northern accents. I think that is disgusting. Do you know why he's saying that? Do you know why he's saying that? Pardon? Do you know why he's saying that in particular? Please tell me. Because I'm northern, so he's joking with me. Oh, right. <laughs> I love this guy. Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about you guys. It's nothing. Okay. Hey, hey listen. What's your name, my friend? Thank you. What's your name, my friend? Just Michael. Oh, he doesn't even want to tell us his name. This guy's a spy. Oh. This guy's a Romanian spy. He's secret. We're going to call you Secret Michael. Listen, Michael. <laughs> How funny, he's got a really English name. Listen, Michael, uh, you are very welcome here, my friend, and you're welcome to come on this show anytime you want, and it was a joke, and if it, if it in any way upset you, uh, I'm really sorry, but do you know what? Much. I, I, I did get it now. It's, it's something... It's, 
I'm glad it upset you because it meant that you called in. It meant you called in and... Something with all the accents, just yeah. northern, northern accents. Exactly. Hey, listen, brother, it's nice to talk to you. Michael, Thank we'll you speak again. Yeah, Thank you. I love listening to you guys. I love oh, that. We love talking to you, man. You give us a call anytime you want. There you go. You Poor see? Michael. <laughs> Bless him. He's a good lad. Uh, we've got another ten minutes or so of this before Kellner comes. Martin, sir, Mr Kellner to Kill you. The, killer Kellner. Killer Kellner. Uh, the Late Night Alternative, Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. OK, let's rattle through these last few calls. Ten minutes before Martin Kellner comes in and takes you through the night. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Uh, Ros, can you explain yourself? Who, who do you hello? think? Hello, who's that? Oh, hello. hello. This is um, Sheila. Hello, Sheila. Fake Sheila. Fake oh, Sheila. Fake Sheila. How are you? Oh, let's be honest. I don't know if you noticed this, Catherine. Shoved her boobs in my face on Sunday night. Did you see this? I didn't see that. Are you? <laughs> you did say that. You said that. Yeah. You, you did, because you did. We were having a picture taken and suddenly I, I couldn't breathe. No, you said you had a boob in your face and I so wanted to say, well, you can have two if you like, but I didn't. And <laughs> I regret that since. Um, anyway, yes. what's this call up? Because you're talking about quite a few things here that I'd like yes. to talk about. Fresh Fields. French Fields, yeah. We watched, I watched French Fields I, today. It was I on... used to love that programme. Shut up, man. anyone else watched it. Shut up! It was boring. Honestly. It was. It wasn't funny then. It was slow. Oh no, they were charming. No, but it was. It was not funny. I know it's not funny, but my brother was like ten years older than me, and he loved eighties shows. Yeah. And so I kind of watched loads of them, even though they weren't funny and they weren't yeah. politically correct or anything like that. But mm. I, I love them. Like things like, do you remember Robin's Nest? I will. Um, Robin, yeah, it's like a bit Robin. Yeah. Of course, yeah. It's Richard yeah. O'Sullivan, big fan, and Paula Wilcox and um, Sally. Yeah. Sally, what was the blonde lady? Sally, the blonde lady. We talked to Sally Thompson. Thank you. Yeah, with the teeth. Yeah, but you know, it's a very sexy, um, quite risque show. Robin's yeah, Nest. No, not Robin's. No, not Robin's. That's no, man, that about man about the house. Yeah. Man about the house. Man about the house. That was it. Yes, yes. man about the house. Yes. That was a spin-off, wasn't it, of George yeah. and Mildred? Yeah, we go. Yes, Robin's Nest was a, was was a. Different oh, yeah, show. I used to quite like those kind of things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just I, I, was, that, I was thinking I'm not going to call, not going to call, and then you talked about French fields. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it. So I thought call. All right. Um, but, also, yes. Uh, quick, because we're rattling. Yes. This is it. The, the last five minutes of the show. We're gonna. We're supposed to be doing like a quick rattle. Through, oh, okay. through the... All right. I'll talk really quickly then. Okay. Um, please, please, please. Can I have the logbook? Because you know I live in London. I don't live very far away, and I can definitely fill it up before. New Year, and I'll definitely get a, give it back to you. And if I don't, the thing I, is, the thing is, the last you can come and get it. Well, that sounds like a sex trap. Um, no, you don't have to get it. I think the guy that answers your call, Sam, yes. lives around this area. That's he, weird that you even know that. We'll think about it. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. I just wanted to clear something up from earlier. Um, Catherine did get sort of the right answer, but. There was a bit more to it. Okay, um, go on then. What, so, what did you do two days ago? I accidentally shaved my ass. Now, come on. That's an accident. Well, it, the, the razor was on and you fell on it. No, it was just. You saw. I just kept going. Right. You just kept. So, you started at the front and you worked round to the back? The, the Below the belt line, you know, was easy. Yeah. The balls was. All right. All right. Okay. And I yeah. Kept going under, under. Yes. 
and I sort of did the taint. Yeah, did did a bit too too too. too it's like when, it's like what I did the other day with my beard. Is I was just trimming it a bit, and then I went a little bit too high on one side, and now it's all a bit uneven. And I stopped, but you didn't stop. Well, it was sort of there was quite a lot of hair going on, so I wasn't quite sure what was going on to be honest. But okay, well that's, that's a great image. Thank you very much. Line three, oh, line three just dis- line three just disappeared. Can you believe it? Mm. Um, so Frenchfields was. Uh, oh yeah, was he was in uh, Pink Panther, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, Day of the Jackal. Of course he was. Uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Of course he was. Yes. Uh, he was in The Merchant of Venice in two thousand and four. Who cares about Shakespeare? Okay. Um, Anton Rogers, we're talking about. Loads. Loads. Carry on, Jack. Last fight. That's a good one. That. That's Bernard Cribbins, is in that. Oh, uh, let's Carry go. on cruising. Um, that's not quite so good. Line uh, one, you're on the wireless. Hi. Quick, quick um, now, be quick. Get to the point, please, caller. Okay. Jerry might find it um, beneficial to take cannabis oil for his Parkinson's. Well, that's what because, he was kind of saying, um, isn't it? Okay, well, that's... Who's, I didn't hear anybody say it, darling, he, but he, I feel sorry for Jerry. Okay, well, we, we, so we can, can we trust you to, to get some up to him, then? I don't know where Jerry is, darling. Okay. Right. Well, thank, thanks for your advice. Bye. Might help him. Bye. Bye. Okay. Cannabis oil cures everything. Cures everything, man. Apparently, I don't. I wouldn't recommend it. We'd never give medical advice, obviously, because both Catherine and I, for different reasons, have had our medical licenses revoked. Mm-hmm. And Catherine was only a vet, but I mean, still, still. Um, I didn't realise horses could do that. Yeah, I know. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Last couple of minutes of the show. Is anyone else going to call in? We've had a good hit rate. We've had an excellent hit We've rate. We've had a good old hit rate. I was worried it was going to be a little tiny little bit slow tonight, but um, it's um, it's a good old hit rate. Ros, I don't understand your comment. I'm, I, I'm assuming you're, you're suggesting that Jerry was masturbating. Um, Jerry's got Parkinson's, um, so I'm 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 hoping. Well, I don't, I don't understand your comment, Roz. I don't understand your comment. So my suggestion is you put the wine down, you put the phone down, you put your head down. Yes, line one. Hello there. Hello. Hi. I just thought I'd uh, give you a quick call. I've been listening to the show for a couple of weeks now. Um, you have thoroughly entertained me. Um, great show. You're doing really well. and <laughs> Cracking me up every single time. Great. Hey. Well, I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the butt. Is there a butt? That's me. This is incredible. What's your name, caller? Emma. Hey, Emma. That's a really kind of you. That's a really a kind of you to phone in and say that. I don't know what. It, that's very kind of you to phone in, and we appreciate that. Thank you very much indeed. Keep listening. I will. I will. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Emma. Bye bye. Uh, there we go. There's, I was waiting for the the punch in the fist in the velvet glove. Yeah. There was no fist. Line two. You're on the wireless. Hiya, it's Katie. Hello, Katie. Oh, hello, Katie. Hi. Um, just a quick one. Um, I've been having a really bad nightmare since I got my medication, so can you just tell me to have sweet dreams? <laughs> no, because I'm old enough to be your dad's um, older brother. <laughs> but Catherine can Catherine can do it. All right, let's let's. How do we do this? Hang on a minute. Let's get some let's get some appropriate music that will just help ease. Um... Are you lying down, Katie? 
Yeah. Good. Right. Oh, no, not this music. No? No, that's Scary Dreams. Yeah. Oh, music. Oh, right, that's the Scary Dreams music. <laughs> no, that's... That, that's that's oh, Chilling sweet Dreams. Sweet Dreams, Katie. Sweet <laughs> Dreams. <laughs> From Beyond the Grave. <laughs> Is that help, Katie? Excellent stuff. Night-night. Line three, you're on the... <laughs> so horrible. Poor kid. Poor kid. Line three, you're on the wireless. Hello. I want to say night-night to Katie. Oh! <laughs> Go on, she'll be listening. Go on, she's gone, but she'll be listening. Oh, it's, it's Michael again. We Yeah, anyway. we, we, we guessed from your, your silly accent. Now, <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> Uh, but she's listening. Hang, oh, hang on a minute. Just stay there. I wonder if, if, uh, if I very... We're, we're, we're running out of... So uh, she's going to get a call from an anonymous number and then she's going to get Michael saying, Good night, I think, KD. I think, I think this is it. This might be the wrong number because it's not got a name on it. Someone's so going to get a shock then, aren't they? Someone's, someone's in for a little bit of a... <laughs> Shocksy. Oh, just say When she answers, just say hello, Katie. All right, we won't be here. Hello. That's not Katie. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, hang on. We got the wrong number. Reverse. Said, reverse. reverse phone sorry, call. that was us. We called the wrong person. Sorry, goodbye. I don't know. No, no, no. Go- goodbye. Goodbye, on? caller. Hang on. What have we done? Hang on. Let's try, let's try this, uh, this one. This, this is Katie. Right, so you, when, it, when she answers, you do it. We're not here, OK? Here we go. Here we go. There you go. Hello. Hello, Katie. Wrong number, sorry. Abort! 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 <laughs> Dude, we Wrong can't number, find her, I'm sorry. afraid, but you're a good man. Thank you very much indeed. She's hiding under the covers, that's why. <laughs> Give it a nightmare. Keller Kellner's in the house. Good evening, indeed. sir. Indeed, yes. How you doing, man? You are right? Yeah, I'm fine, thanks. Yourself? I'm a little bit tired. It's just good. hit me, but I'm good. Great show. Enjoying the show. Thank you very much. That was a good one tonight, wasn't it? We had uh, a lot of fun. No. We've got 45 seconds. What, what's happening on your show? Well, forget that. I saw a brilliant film tonight called uh, Three Identical Strangers. Oh, yes! It's fantastic, is it brilliant? Isn't We had the director on. Oh, did you? He's British. He's a British guy. Is what he? film, isn't it? It's a fantastic and film. And it just keeps on twisting and twisting and twisting. Yeah, precisely. Oh, I'm glad you've seen that. Yeah, I went to see it tonight. Brilliant Can storytelling. Can I recommend Won't You Be My Neighbour? The Mr. Rogers documentary. Ah, Mr. Rogers, I yeah. I think I'd they like kind of go... I, I saw the, the Identical Strangers trailer at the Mr. Rogers. I think they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. I love documentaries, don't you? Yeah. It's more than uh, fiction yeah. movies. Yeah. Mr. Rogers, you'll enjoy them. Oh, We're brilliant. done. Uh, yeah. Mark Kelly's up yeah. after one. <laughs>